Because they I mean, also only have one hole. I didn't know that. Yeah. Cloacas for everyone. I sort of assume that all animals only have one hole, but I don't. I know that's not accurate. I just have that assumption. You've got a bunch. What? You've got a bunch. <laughs> I think and two. One's my favorite. You have so many more than two. You've got two eyes. Two that are fuckable. Like I you've can got fuck two that eyes. Nose. Got two ears. Go fuck that nose right up. Try to fuck my nose holes. Try to fuck my eye one time, and I will. <laughs> Justin. <laughs> Nick and I are starting a punk band, and it's called Semen on Welcome. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Dragons and Dread Force, the ultimate Game of Thrones companion podcast. We are excited to have Lydia back this week. Hi, guys. Hi, Ooh. Lydia. Yay. Happy to be back. Nick, you're looking rather fierce tonight. Ooh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> that was probably the bad, the bad response. Can you do that again? No, no, no. I like, <laughs> I I I like that response. I don't want that. Thank you. Fresh off a hookah. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 motherfuckers. <laughs> Shit. Uh, <laughs> Oh, well, uh, thank you, by the way. Thank you. I am glad that you're back. Glad to be back. Keith's here. I love how we've been talking for like 30 minutes and you (laughs) saved that for the first. Uh, I love it. Got to catch you off guard, man. Yeah, it really did. It worked out. It got me. (laughs) Uh, Keith's here. Nick's here. I'm Justin. That's Lydia. And we have a fun episode this week. Um, Before we get there, I have one first. Okay. Oh. Justin's Apology Corner. <laughs> Here we are. It's actually Nick's Apology Corner I'm just visiting this week. Um, Welcome. Hey, Lydia. Hi. Welcome back. Thank you. Are you apologizing to me? Yep. <laughs> it's Lydia's favorite thing when I Justin said apologizes. something about... Semen? No, you belonging to us or something? Oh. You I did don't. say that. Yeah. I don't remember the specifics and I should have looked it up. I'm sorry. You it's don't fine. belong to anybody. I do. I am um, yours and you are mine. <laughs> you, belong to yes. Je- you belong to Jesus. Yes. No. Oh, God. Anyway, that I as soon as I said it, I was like, fuck, I didn't mean that. But it anyway. made me laugh because it's very out of the norm of things you would actually say. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you didn't be like, what the <laughs> fuck, Justin? That's horrible. Um, so that's what I've got for you. Nicholas, take her away. Yeah. So I... Um, I called the women that came in to fondle Theon. I called them hoes, and I felt bad about that. Mm. Don't we usually call them whores? No, we usually call them small business owners. Oh, that's right. But they didn't seem like they were being paid. I don't think they were small business owners. I didn't think so either. I think they were... Which is why I went they're with They were just hoes, on the torture. But hoes is not the right... What's the one where you like to torture other people? I feel bad about it. Sadism. Sadism. Where you I like think. to inflict pain? Right, Keith? I think... So, yeah. Where you want to be the you want to be the one inflicting pain. There's like dominatrixes. No, but it's one. It's one of those. It's one. Of, it's I think it is sadist. Sadomasochism is when you like receiving pain. I think. Right. But I could be wrong. We talked about this already. I don't fucking know. Anyway, we're in a bubble in the apology corner. <laughs> That's fine. 
I'm sorry for calling them hoes. I shouldn't have called them that. You shouldn't have. No. Okay. So we're going to jump into the episode because we got a lot to cover. Unless you have an apology? No, I think, I think I was you good. were free and clear. Um, Lydia, do you need to apologize for anything from last week? Yeah, you do. Go ahead. <laughs> sorry for being responsible and not being here. No, 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 no. That's not how you <laughs> apologize. Apologize for real. I'm sorry it made you feel that way. No. Yeah. Ooh, uh-uh. that's Absolutely a fake ass apology. I'm sorry you felt my loss. <laughs> I hated that you weren't here. I'm glad that you're yeah, back. I hated not being here. I would have rather have been here. Don't let it happen again. Writing papers, but here I am. Um, so this is season three, episode eight. We are slowly creeping towards the end of season eight. Um, I mean, season three. Wow. 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 <laughs> I mean, we're also slowly. We are. Creeping we're even, towards even the more slowly eight. creeping to the end of season eight. Actually, it's, it's, the, it's exact the same, same pace. pace. One episode a week. Right. Same as it's always been. Uh, with the exception of that one week that we took off for no reason. Um, Thanksgiving. But nope. Okay, whatever. Nope. Columbus Day. Nope. No. Your favorite holiday. Both of those are shit holidays. Um, this episode is titled Second Sons. Hot take. What's a hot take? That is, it, it literally is titled Second no, Sons. No, that Thanksgiving is a shit holiday. It is a shit holiday. We do we have to do take. this again? It's a hot take. It doesn't mean it's that it's... It's not it, a hot take. It's a piece of shit holiday. Okay, if you think that's a hot take, please call in because I don't want to be alone here. And... Lydia's not chiming in. So. No, because you're the reason people aren't calling in. So no. <laughs> she's not wrong. She got you there. Wait, it, you're right. You're I right. just want to, for the record, the calls have stopped. I know. Can you just send them to my phone if you guys want to call me? What's your phone number? <laughs> you Put it out answer? there. <laughs> you gonna answer? I mean, we can set the line up to forward to you. So I we... won't make fun of you. I didn't mean to make fun of anybody. Too. I just <laughs> did it. Just slip out of your mouth. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Got it. Much like. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I thought about saying it, but then I didn't. Uh, This episode was released on May the 19th, 2013. It was directed by Michelle McLaren and written by D&D. And it opens with Arya and the Hound. Last we saw, Mm. the Hound was capturing Arya. um, And it seemed a little bit like... I mean, I mean, our conversation was, we don't really know what's happening. Is this good? Is this bad? Is it malicious? You know, uh, we didn't really know. We learned pretty quickly um, that obviously he doesn't mean her that much harm because she's not like tied up and stuff. So much so that she picks up a rock and is standing over him. And I don't know how he knew this, but he knew she was there with a rock over his head. I thought that was pretty. I mean, it's like your mom having eyes in the back of her head. Like they. I was wondering where you're going with my mom. It's like your mom. It's like your mom, how people want to have sex with her. That work at Waffle House. It's like it's just like that. <laughs> he could smell what she was cooking up with that rock. Anyway. No, go ahead. It's like how your mom had, had eyes in the back of her head. She always knew if you were doing something stupid. And so the hound knows that she's doing something stupid. I mean, they were also outside, so she probably made a shadow. You heard it here. Nick that thinks too. the hound is Arya's mom. <laughs> It does seem that way. Nick also thinks that my mom likes to have sex with people from Waffle House. So. Seems weird. That's not a hot take. Weird. Of the people we know that your mom has had sex with, two of them are, for, are from, 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 from Waffle, Waffle House. House. Who are the others, you think? <laughs> Probably also from the Waffle House, if I had to guess. Survey says <laughs> Waffle House. <laughs> Waffle House. Well, um, that's what your shirt says, anyway. Do you ever think about that? Do you ever wonder who? No. Who, oh, okay. A little bit, yeah. I do. Who your parents have slept with? Yeah. No, I've literally never thought about it. Okay. But tell us more. 
No, I, I don't want to talk about them. I just so like my parents started dating like sophomore year of high school, but then oh, so probably not a lot. But then there were breaks. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, okay. So which of your parents was the hoe? <laughs> wow. Did you have a hoe parent during the break time? Um, there is one of them that I would think is more of than the other. I'll say Makes that. Sense. I'm diplomatic. not. I am not going to say which one, because <laughs> one of them is a patron on this podcast. He keeps mouthing dad. <laughs> no, nope, didn't do that. He's mouthing mom. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. Granny was a. I'm just kidding. No, I'm kidding. I can't even say that. Oh, that's fucked up. Um. So anyway, the hound kind of goes into that little bit about like hit me. Well, you better kill me. He literally didn't do anything to try to stop it. Did he know? Did, does he not value his life, or does he think that she doesn't have it in her? I think it's a little bit of that. I, I think, think it's he, like if someone was to try to kill you with a rock, you'd be like, "Okay, please, please just do it. Please hard. just make sure you could actually kill me." Right? right. Do you did, think she could have? No. And I think he thinks he's probably fast enough to stop it. That's true. Even if she tries, yeah. I mean, it was a pretty like intimidating scene when the camera was like over like looking down at him and he just like rolled over and looked it was a pretty interesting like shot because he looked very vulnerable in that Mm -hmm. moment um which obviously was the point of creating the scene that way but um i don't know i kind of wanted her to do it a little bit i wanted to see what would happen i mean the question is could she hit him hard enough the first time to knock him out I don't think the first hit is going to kill him. But if you can knock him out, then you can take multiple shots. I mean, if you can hit him hard enough in the nose. In the nose? Isn't it more about the angle than the actual power? Aren't you supposed to hit up? Well, yeah, I mean, if you can get the nose into the brain, yeah. Because isn't this bone, like, puncture the... If I'm hitting someone with a rock, I'm probably trying to get to the temple. I'm trying to smash it right on their fucking face. You guys thought a lot about this. I have, yeah. Thought a little bit about it. <laughs> I've yeah. thought a lot about it. Pretty regularly, actually. Okay. Is that cool? I don't think you guys? hit yourself hard enough, if know. that's what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've tried to work it out. It doesn't work. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so then they are... She doesn't do it, and then they're uh, riding on the horse together. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Lydia. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. It just threw me for a loop a little bit. That's all right. She, she's trying to ask questions like, where are we going? What are we doing? The, yada, the yada. Blackwater, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> um, she says, well, what about the queen? Fuck the queen. He says, fuck Joffrey. Fuck the queen. And I just want to take a moment and give some major round of applause to the hound. I don't have it on the board. Um. That was rough. Sounds uh, a little more like cheeks clapping. <laughs> <laughs> Justin might also want to do that. We too. celebrate in different ways. <laughs> <laughs> I just said applause. I didn't say how, what part of the body would be sure. providing it. Fair enough. I just said it would happen. Um, so I just wanted to take a minute and say that this is one of the more appreciated lines of the whole show for me um, because I really felt that. Fuck Joffrey, fuck the queen. I love he has now doubled down uh about like fuck Joffrey. Um and I really appreciate that because Joffrey's a cunt and I hate him. Yeah, fuck Joffrey. Would you like to chime in? I agree. Especially With, after this episode. Um 
Oh, Which yeah. part do you agree with? Yes. <laughs> Lydia? Most, mostly Joffrey. Any, any, uh, mainly Joffrey. Any, any rebuttals, Lydia? No. No. Yeah, Joffrey's the worst. Yes. Um, I don't hate Cersei. I think Cersei, I don't like some of the things she's done, but I don't hate her how I hate, hate Joffrey. No. He's absolutely the worst. Um, so then he kind of reveals his plan, which is, uh, to take her to, uh, the twins for the wedding. He's going to sell her, basically ransom her to her family, um, which took her by surprise a little bit. Oh, go ahead. If you are, if you have kidnapped somebody and you're going to ransom, ransom them to the people that want them, would you go where you know their entire army is? I think he might be trying to position it more of a, I rescued your daughter. More of a reward kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, more than a, hey, I've got your daughter. Yeah, pay me or I'm going to do something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's I at least I imagine it's going to be more of a rescue going to a place where like all of these armies are. But that's a lot of explaining on his part cuz last that Arya's family knows he was working for the Lannisters, right? Well, I mean, if he can get Arya to go along with it, that helps. That's true. He is on her list, but he's treating her fine. Yeah, maybe doing this gets her off of that list. He offered his uh he offered apple. a little yeah, a little little apple, a little fig or something like that. That was kind. Maybe a pear salad. Mm. Who knows? I love that pear, pear salad. salad. Especially when there's a little extra on top. Something, something. The cheese. Oh, something, something on top of the cheese. Mm. You gotta add a little extra. There's a special sauce that you put on there. You gotta it's make a, the cheese just a little it's saltier. It's a garnish. It's, uh, it's just a garnish. Honestly, to keep it Game of Thrones themed, it's after Keith Winter has come. <laughs> um Anyway. Yep, that's Game of Thrones um, theme right there. Yeah, because winter's coming. <laughs> right. And you're Keith Winter. Mm-hmm. And then when you... When I'm here on the podcast. When you've come... <laughs> over to your house. <laughs> right. To record this. Then you bring with you the special sauce. Uh, yeah, I bring some cheese. No, yep. no, this goes on top of the cheese. I think <laughs> oh, you're missing... The maraschino cherry. Can you explain the structure of pear salad, please? I would rather do you one better and explain one time when we were at Longhorn when I was in high school. Yes, where all good stories start. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's their slogan now. My brother and I ordered the same thing. We got our That's cute. orders and uh mine had this like white filminess Gla- to the top glaze. Of it. Yeah, it did. Mm. One may one may think. Mm. And I grabbed the server and I said, Hey, let me you just grabbed the- not <laughs> He saw the white white glaze and he grabbed that server. Not literally, but I did say, hey, excuse me, um, I just wanted to... Did you tug... I, just, did I was just wondering. you tug him over a little bit? Uh, so Yank when you him? order the same thing, his doesn't look like this. Is it, there's something on here. What? Just I just wanted to know what that was. And she was like, oh, that's something that they put on only like some of the steaks that come out. What? The kitchen calls it love sauce. Oh. <laughs> I swear on my life. The, I didn't do anything. Did I am very... You can ask just... I, I am very nice to servers and people in the in the customer service industry because I've worked in it a lot and I didn't do anything. You just earlier talked about insults accidentally coming out of your mouth. Though. It just accidentally so maybe. <laughs> right. No. Can I no? Okay. can I tell you a story? Is it about me with customer service? No, no, no. no. Okay. It's, it's, like, it's, I don't think it's not exists. really one specific story as much as it is a statement that it's true. Were you a chef at Longhorn? No. <laughs> and you give out some love sauce on steaks? Do you want to know what's in the love sauce? Semen? <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. Do you, did you figure it out? I don't know. No, but when she said that, I was like, 
I don't want to yeah, eat this eat anymore. It? Can I get a steak without love sauce? Like, I would really love it if they hadn't put the love sauce. So what did on you do? It. I don't remember. You I, ate that steak. Oh, he remembers. He ate it. I think. How was it? I think that it probably ate. And it's it. never felt stronger. A little salty. And thinking back on it now, it may have just been butter, but like it looked very white. Did you use a straw? I didn't use a straw. Did you use your tongue? I, I used a fork and a knife. Okay, well. Also, I ate it, yeah. I'm pretty sure. So having worked in Good restaurants, enough. which you, you've done, working in the kitchen of a restaurant is the craziest experience I've ever had, work-wise. Um, I've seen people snort lines of cocaine off the prep table. Was it at Waffle House? No. Um, <laughs> I've seen food get dropped on the floor and then picked it up and put back on the plate, the serving plate. I've seen people actually spit on food, like actually spit on food. Delicious. Honestly, I, I would have taken spit. <laughs> I would have rather spit. I had uh, a manager from a restaurant who was giving me a ride home one night who pulled a gun on me <gasps> after he delivered drugs. What? So he delivered some pills to this apartment and then he came back in the car. I knew he had grabbed a gun to take with him, but then he stuck it at me and said, you didn't see anything. And I was like, I didn't see anything. And then we were cool. His name was Brandon. I wonder what he's doing these days. I don't know, but he's probably <laughs> listening. I hope he's not listening. And going to be like, that fucking snitch. Um, now the whole world knows. I don't remember his last name. I can see his face, though. He had a goatee. It was stupid looking. Um, but he was nice. He gave me a ride home. <laughs> I, mean, I have a food service industry story that would probably top all of those, but I'm not going to share it here. We'll talk about it later. Wow. How would you tell everyone <laughs> I'm, that? I'm glad you brought just it a up. little tease. <laughs> can you just... Okay. That just seems like a, a bad tease. If you join our Patreon, Lydia yeah, will maybe, tell you. Yeah, maybe it's a Patreon perk for next dad. I had a guy selling... <laughs> <laughs> can, oh, I really can we, want steak now. I, I, haven't had a, I haven't had a steak in like three months. And I'll give you some love sauce for it. <laughs> yeah. I, listen, I haven't had a steak in like three months. And I after you're talking about steak, I really want some steak. Can we name one of our tiers Nick's dad? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like it. Like Tesla has the Joe mode. You know. All right. Guy named Joe complained about the chimes uh, waking up his kids in the back seat. So they made like a silencing feature that was called Joe mode, so his kids won't wake up. That's funny. Yeah, it was nice. funny. So yeah, this is just a weird flex for me to say that. Yeah, it's a common man theme. Yeah, you know, for, just for the common. Keith, yeah. you were sharing a food service industry story. It wasn't a great story. I just worked at TCBY and some guy tried to sell weed out of the back a lot. Oh, mm. that's nothing. Oh, I know. It's no gun or love sauce or whatever death murder cult Lydia was a part of. I but. never had anybody try to sell weed out of the back, like sell drugs at the store that I knew about. I mean, I was the manager, so. I. No one told me. May have been a part of that. <laughs> sure. That, that tracks. Um, <clears throat> It was just weed. It wasn't anything else. Um, That's not a drug. I. No, I'm not going to tell that story. Okay, great. Why am I incriminating myself? Um, <laughs> Nick, do you have any stories that you want to tell us about but not actually tell the story? <laughs> no. Um, we had a, a girl one time early, oh, early tell on the story. Okay. that dropped a, uh, a tray of uncooked sausage. Um, we, we used to cook our sausage like you know in really long ropes, basically. Right. And she dropped it on the floor. It was uncooked. But what she did was she took the the casing off mm-hmm. and then cook the inside of the casing. Like That's the, not the really inside. how sausage works. How, what did she do with the 
loose sausage. The story goes that she took the casing off. I wasn't there to see any of it. Okay. But that's the story. And I'm going to get in trouble for sharing that story. Why? I can't say. I we'll say it in the restaurant. Are. Can't say. Yeah, you didn't say where it happened. Didn't happen at mine. Let's just say that. Okay. Well, don't narrow so. it down anymore. <laughs> anyway, uh, so after the Aryan Hound scene. <laughs> so after the first scene of the show. We jump over to, <laughs> yeah, this is going to be rough. Uh, we jump to Danny's crew. Always Danny. love to see them. So excited. Um, By the way. BT dubs. I don't have fire fits of the week lined up. Not, oh, because, there, not because there weren't good fire fits. It's oh, because I, I wasn't paying I thought attention. you were going to say Titan, the Titan's Bastard is your favorite character. No, I hate him. Yeah, but I thought uh, Tyrion would, or uh, Tywin would get it with that like all black leather thing. As per usual. Honestly, he probably would have. I wasn't paying attention to outfits this time. Mm. I don't really know why. My brain just wasn't in that zone. Um, well, I know why. It's the car shit. Okay. So, right. Well, let's just say Sasha and Tywin. Sasha and Tywin. Yep. Okay. We did it. Sasha, Sasha and Tywin. Who is Sansa? Sasha? Sansa. Okay. Sasha is a thing from a podcast I'm listening to. <laughs> All right. Yep. Same thing. Sasha Baron Cohen? No, it's uh, it's from the Magnus Archives. Oh, yeah. Yeah, one yes. of the characters okay. named is Sasha. Okay. I wish my name was Sasha. It can be. Can you guys start calling me Sasha? Sure thing, Sasha. Lydia, why? Because. <laughs> why? Because that wasn't a serious request. Why don't you have r- the respect for me? <laughs> I don't know. Why are you laughing at me? Why do you hate Sasha so much? Why do you hate me so much? No, you just don't look like a Sasha. What do I look like? A Justin. What else? Don't say douchebag. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Come back to me on that. Nick has a good one. You care to share? Nope. Okay. <laughs> so we are In with second Danny's scene. crew. Um. <clears throat> They are uh, talking about this group called the Second Sons, which that's where the title of the episode comes from. Um, but also, it's no. I was going to say, is it also talking about Gendry? But yeah, where does the name come from? What is Second? Like, just they are called the Second Sons. No, I know, but why are they called the Second Sons? I don't know. We don't know. Okay, I don't think we're given that. Okay, not to my recollection. Maybe, maybe. It's because the second sons of families didn't really didn't get any That's true. you know recognition or like inheritance or whatever. It all so went to, to the make first a life one. For themselves. So they had to make a life for themselves. So they became sellswords. That makes sense. That would be my best guess. People. I like that backstory. Trivia for you, Lydia. Yeah. Do you Lydia remember trivia. what is on the second sons' banners? Oh, I remember them talking about it in the episode, but I don't brief. remember what it was was it a broken something or other yes the broken sword broken sword broken sword ha nailed it 10 points thanks to for the assist with all our powers combined actually are you ravenclaw <sighs> yes yeah 10 points for ravenclaw it makes sense um what does that mean it's the best house i could see you being ravenclaw yeah you're smart and okay. Okay. okay witty female woody a bleeder what is a female most only bleeders most ravenclaws that i am aware of were women Interesting. I think we should probably and then Keith and Keith stop here for a second. I'm just uh, in the you in the actual books and movies. How many Ravenclaws are men? I mean, they I'll talk wait. about them in the classes and in the Quidditch team. I'm a Gryffindor. Oh, well. a douchebag. Now is what you. He didn't get into Hogwarts. I used to be proud of it, and that, then I was like, oh, he's a he's a squib. <laughs> no, I'm. I think I'm a Gryffindor. 
I I I think that I that tracks. You're a pretty Gryffindory, right? Ugh. Justin's a Slytherin. Is that what you're gonna go with? 100%. I wish I was a Slytherin. It's the best, honestly. Yeah. The looks people give you that aren't Slytherins typically are like, ugh. And the hey, Slytherins you wonder are like, why people don't like you. We're best friends with other Slytherins, so honestly, it's fine. Low expectations for us all around. Hell yeah. <clears throat> them so them and the Hufflepuffs. Anyways, are Hufflepuffs men or women? Both. Cedric Diggory was a Hufflepuff. Name a woman. Uh, Cho Chan? Nope. Nope. Ravenclaw. Cho Chang is her name, and <laughs> yep. she's Cho Ravenclaw. Chang. Yeah, it was close. <laughs> that was bad. I'll apologize for that next time. Jesus. <laughs> okay, so Broken Sword Banners. Congratulations. 10 points to Ravenclaw. I someone Sasha. I don't think you have to apologize for that. I'm going to apologize for it. Okay. It's not more for that, but it's more. It's for something different. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they talked about the Titans Bastard, which, by the way, is a good nickname. Yeah. It is. A, he's yep. a douche. I hate him. Yes. I like him. But it is a great name. You're a <laughs> You're fucking. Now that tracks with Lydia. Um, <laughs> Lydia likes real trashy men who <laughs> like to assault and uh, oh not abuse. just trashy men, but but especially trashy men. Nope. He's a good character. I don't like him as a person. Anyways. Well, he didn't last long. Well, so. yeah, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Scene and a half. Um. He did. And that was enough. Yeah, that was it all that I really wanted. is a lot for <laughs> as much as we get. Uh, so they talk about the Titans bastard. They talk about the numbers. Barrison says that there's two thousand armored and mounted, which seems menacing. It's it's reminiscent to me of the Dothraki. Like they felt superior because of their they they were cavalry. Like they were mounted soldiers um, or warriors. Yeah, I don't really know why mounted knights or mounted soldiers do more damage but it seems like they do it seems like it would be more difficult to fight someone from horseback but well you move a lot quicker so you're harder to hit and it's it's kind of a chaotic it's kind of chaotic you have a large piece of meat around you yeah but that meat can be taken down and now now you're on the ground yeah but then that's a barrier they're not taking you down first yeah i guess i don't know it just always seemed awkward to me now the Dothraki, they like shoot arrows and shit. Yeah, from this horseback. is war strategy from Nick. Go ahead. They they shoot arrows and shit from horseback. That seems pretty cool, but I don't know. Like it just seems awkward. To... The Art of War Part Two. Yeah, <laughs> it's basically me. Um, no, I'm just saying. Uh, but but if you saw two thousand people, that would be menacing. But if you know you have eight thousand, you got to be sitting pretty pretty good. The problem is that they've not seen the Unsullied in battle. Yeah, that's true. And based on the backstory given to us, the Unsullied haven't actually been in full-fledged battle yet. These particular Unsullied. Right. So theoretically, yeah, they got the same training that other Unsullied soldiers have received, but it doesn't make a difference until it comes into play. So I think that that there's a question mark there as far as are these unsullied the same as other unsullied? Um, and the second son seemed to have commanded some level of respect from people. Um, so anyway, 2000 uh, armored and mounted. Um, so they, they originally say there's 10,000 unsullied versus the 2000. And then, um, so that's in the next scene when they come and meet Danny. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So then, then the Titans bastard and uh, 
Dario Naharis and I can't remember the other guy's name. Don't I don't know the name. other guy's name. Let's just be honest. <laughs> Not important. He doesn't matter. Unimportant. Um, they come before Danny and her group, and they're talking about um kind of the strategy here. Like, first off, the Titans Bastard's a cunt. I hate him. Um, but they're talking like, okay, we've got ten thousand. How is that going to fare against your two thousand? He calls the bluff uh, and says, you know, if you're going to lie, you know, be better at it because I, I know you have 8,000. Right. Um, is that a number that he received because he's tight with Marine? I don't think we've gotten to Marine. No, uh, sorry. Astapor. Um, Astapor. Uh, maybe, but I think it's more just counting in general. I mean, they have scouts of their own. They were scouting the second, you know, Danny and them were scouting the second sons. I'm sure the second sons were scouting them. And so maybe they have information from Astapor, but I think it's more probably just scouts. Well, so there's powerful friends that were talked about. Right. Yeah. Um, so then they, uh, they get in the conversation about the odds and this is, I just thought like a pretty quick, but clever line. Uh, the Titans bastard says we faced worse odds in one and Jor comes back pretty quickly. You've also faced worse odds and run. Mm, and I just, wordplay. I like that Jorah's kind of, I feel like Jorah's in a, in an uncomfortable place. That's good for him. I think he feels threatened by Barristan. I think he's jealous of, uh, Danny. And I think that it's kind of bringing out a little bit of Jorah that is a little best, a little less meek. And a little more like, because Jor's a respected warrior. He's somebody who seemingly could bring good counsel to Danny, but he's also been very timid, very cautious up until this point. So I like seeing a little bit of like the competition around him that makes him seem to rise to the occasion. Did you guys have any thoughts on that? I just feel like you were trash talking Jorah last week, and I would like to go on the record to say that he would win my Game of Thrones Bachelor. Wow, I thought I figured Tywin would win, even if I was on it. Yeah, no, I love Jorah. Jorah would beat Tywin. Yes. Wow. And Justin. Yeah. Yeah. Jorah, would you accept this rose? He says he would. Yes. What the fuck? Jorah's, I mean, Tywin's like been through stuff, but he's like rich and privileged. Jorah's like really been through some stuff. There's a whole slavery stuff, which is kind of problematic, but. Yeah. mm, You can, you can look past that. It was a one-time thing and he was sad about it. Right. Yeah. I don't know if he was sad about it because he got caught, but. Yeah. Seems that way. He does seem apologetic, but (laughs) how apologetic do you have to be? (laughs) I mean, they, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. It's fair. Gross, but fair. Interesting. Um, Don't yuck my yum. What? Yeah. (laughs) Not a thing to me. Uh, The question was, how do we feel about Jorah? No, I don't even want to fucking do this podcast anymore. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Because you can't be the Bachelor, the Game of Thrones Bachelor winner. Because she chose Jorah over me. You're still going to get the followers, bro. You're still going to be able to monetize. (laughs) Don't worry. Yeah, you can be on like the, the summer edition. Or they bring yeah. back all the, the other summer ones. edition. Bachelor in Paradise, you piece of shit. <laughs> summer edition. I was trying to go with a Game of Thrones summer winter thing. No, no, Fuck no. Ass. You did not know the name of Bachelor in Paradise. I certainly okay. do. I used to listen to the Rose Buddies. I know about the Bachelor. <laughs> Bachelor summer edition. Um, 
No, I mean, I, I see what you're saying. When you add the Barristan aspect and then the aspect of these other male characters coming in and talking to Danny and being very forthcoming. What if Jorah wasn't there? <laughs> Could I win then? And it, it was you and Tywin? just you? Me and everybody. Everybody's in play. No, Jorah's there. How, we can't just change the rules now. Hold on. Shut up. Just how many lose. people do I have to remove? Justin murdered Jorah. Like, how many people have to not exist? You're so young. I like old people. <laughs> I've met your husband. He's fairly yeah, young. Yeah, he's a little young for my <laughs> okay. taste, too. I tell him that all the time. All right. Okay. That's fair. So I'd have to kill literally everybody? I guess. You'd have to be the oldest man in the room. Yeah, I'm you'd, the ha- last, you'd have to be the oldest man I'm in the, the room. I'm the last <laughs> option of all the people in Game of Thrones. I'm the last option. This is fucking well, okay, hurtful. So no. Justin V. Rob. No, I don't want... No, don't. It's okay. Yeah, no. I, I already know that it's Rob... It's going to be Justin. No, she's just trying to make you feel good now. No, no I, don't, I don't care for Rob the way that you right, do. Right, and you're also older than Rob. <laughs> yeah, by That's like true. a decade. Yeah, I'm trying to help you out here. <laughs> He's a fucking king, though, and I'm... You're a prince of Waffle House. <laughs> That's true. So, anyway, after my feelings got me- mega hurt, um, oh. and also not true, so mm. I, w- I know that I would win. Um, they're talking about. Uh, I wish that face could be heard. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. It's a. <laughs> All right, we're starting the podcast over again. Jeez. That was the worst can pop I've ever heard, too. Uh, well, at least it all say. I don't really can. know where we. Well, I I do want to like touch on so Dario. Even though no, he's, can you tell me that I would win your Game of Thrones Bachelor? Wait, who's a part of it? Well, who would beat me? <laughs> Rob. Okay, besides Rob. Possibly Tyrion. Ned. Tyrion? Possibly. What you about, would fucking pick Tyrion over me? What about Podrick? I love you Tyrion. You motherfucker. Podrick. I love Tyrion. Podrick is the Podrick. exception to my age rule. I didn't There's say I so would. There's so many people on everybody's would. list ahead of me. I said possibly. Tyrion? Bro, he is a very kind soul. And also, I feel like me and him are very compatible. I feel like we are somewhat compatible, but there are certain things that I like to do that you don't like to do. Like what? Drink. The I'll amount drink of wine you. that would be had in a, right. in a Nick Tyrion How household. How fun would a Nick and Tyrion household be? I think very The fun. best Christmas party. Yes. You, you two would be the gods. You're all invited. Tits and wine. I, we would both be the gods of tits and wine. Uh, anyways, I'm, I said possibly. I didn't say that he would. Possibly. Don't look at me like that. I hate this. Keith. I love you, Justin. Where would I be on your list? Top two. Who's number one? Rob? No. Danny. Don't say Tyrion. I swear to God. That wouldn't be Tyrion. Jon Snow. Tywin? Not Tywin. It's Danny. You love Danny. No, we're talking about. But it's it's men. Men. How do you say top two if you don't have another one in it? Well, because I. Just, he knows you just want to put him number one. There's no way I'm number, you number one. one. There's no chance I'm number one. He doesn't even have a number one. Wow. And I'm, it's not this me. is not a fair game. You don't exist in this world. But Justin, what if I did? Hey, Justin, you're number one. I no. don't know. I know all of their backstories better than I know your backstory. So Okay, well, we're going to spend the next hour, hour and a all half. Right. I can give you Justin's backstory. You ready? <laughs> Let's hear it. I it wanna, involves Waffle no, House. Give me, I know that much. Give me the Cliff Notes version no, 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 of but, what you think my story it, is. But make it Game of Thrones. All right. Yeah. Kevin orders an all-star. Nope. Nope. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I like Thrones. this. I like this. What's your mom's But make it Game of Leslie. Thrones. 
Kevin orders an all-star. Leslie says, I'll give you an all-star. And then they go to the bathroom. And then nine months later, Justin's out. Is it in the bathroom? A couple a couple years later, uh, Scott comes in. Yeah, woos Leslie, hates Justin. 18 years <laughs> later, <laughs> Justin gets married. She likes him originally. She doesn't like him now. <laughs> then <laughs> he starts two podcasts. Uh, and we're here. <laughs> you didn't make that Game of Thrones at all. Oh, I was just giving you the backstory. I wasn't giving a Game of Thrones backstory. Well, that's why we kept saying make it Game this of is Thrones. This just regular. Yeah, no, but then once he started backstory. with Kevin Orders an All-Star, I was like, hold the phone. I need to hear this. <laughs> that was pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. Leslie's kind of a sexy name. No, it's not. She's kind of a sexy person. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Leslie and everyone else in Game of Thrones for your bachelorette. If Nick. it was you and your mom, your mom would probably win. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I hate this fucking podcast. <laughs> no, you don't. If I... it was you, to me, if it was you and your mom in the final two, I would pick you. Thank you. You're welcome. She's had her day in the sun. What's you can tell scene? Leslie has been hot <laughs> in the past. And she's she's pretty now. She's just older. No, keep keep it up. No, that's all I got. That was all you got. <laughs> this is all that's it. That's it. Nothing else. Are you sure? Any other thoughts on Leslie? Nope. Anything to add, Lydia? Go ahead. No, that's it. It's me, Mario. I'm just here for fun. <laughs> I, I like said it. that I missed you on the episode last week. Yeah, I said it in the intro this week. Yeah, and you, you missed, see, I'm and, not doing this game with you. None and, of us are doing this you game missed, with you. You missed her top three in a bachelor. It's fine. <laughs> I just wanted to. She said I would have to kill everybody. No, I and just said you start, would have to be the oldest person in the room. Then she take my mother. I think your backstory versus Jorah's is you win. If that helps, thanks, bud. You never enslaved anybody. I have not enslaved anybody. That's true. Okay. I'll reconsider. So, no, I don't want your love. <laughs> um, <laughs> so then they start talking about uh, basically the conversation about that, that Danny rebuttals with, okay, well, a fortnight ago I had no army and a year ago I had no dragons. Because um, they're basically talking about like, what do you bring to the table? What? I actually hit the microphone with my headphones. Oh, I can't hear because <laughs> I took mine off so I don't have to hear y'all stupid voices. Right. I was hoping that it wouldn't be caught, but now it's been caught. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, anyway, so I thought that, that was a like a good comeback from her. I was um, a little shocked the dragons weren't in the scene because I feel like they're very like noticeable, threatening. Yeah, like if I want to threaten somebody to come work for me, I'm gonna bring my three weren't dragons. Weren't they in the out. scene? Wasn't one of them in the scene? Mm-hmm. Was, Which more, scene are we? It was the last episode. Dragons were not in this episode at episode. all. Budget. Okay. That's all. Budget. Uh, I mean, it was it's very it was very expensive at that time for them to do the CGI when it came to the dragons, and so they were right. they were very picky on what uh, what scenes they used them in and which ones they didn't. It. I mean, it made, they made a big impact in the scene from last episode with the um, yeah, the, the leader of wise master, it's, quote yeah. unquote. Uh, and it would have made a big impact here. I just think it was just budget. This scene doesn't exist in the book, so it's just. Um, it's a free for all. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so then Danny kind of lays it out. She gives them two days to decide: come fight for me or 
Like basically that's it. Like we're going to kill you in the battlefield. Um, there was obviously throughout kind of sprinkled within uh, some horrible things said by the Titans bastard. Um, but I really liked this moment because uh, he was talking about Danny in a very graphic way. And Grey Worm, you could see him like his blood boiling and, you know, Jorah made a comment, uh, but Grey Worm kind of like grabs his his little, I don't, not really a knife, it's not a sword either though, something in between. Dagger. Um, yeah, some kind of... Short sword. Seems short long, sword. yeah, like more like a short sword. Seems longer than a dagger. I just liked to see, because up until this point, we've not seen any kind of emotion from any of the Unsullied. Not any, like, even the scene where he's talking about, like, I want to keep this name because you know that's an emotional scene but not from him like straight face and but you can see in this moment like some passion and some some care and some frustration kind of boiling up i like that um and so then the you know the titans bastard and the other second son uh lieutenants leave and as he's leaving the titans bastard like makes that comment to masande and then smacks her ass uh, and then Danny instructs Jorah, if it comes to battle, kill that one first. Barrison. Barrison, sorry. Yeah. Uh, kill that one first. And I like that. Barrison said, gladly. gladly. Yeah. Unfortunately, it didn't come to that because I would have liked to see Barrison kill him. Um, we didn't actually get to see him die, which was kind of a sad moment. Um, but anyway, that was a fun. I liked that scene. I thought it was a good moment to kind of build the story of what's happening in Danny's side of the world. We saw her in the episode before that, but we haven't seen a lot of her this season. Um, I think that they're, you know, that's kind of a major storyline, and I think that they have a lot of major storylines going on right now, so they didn't want to. Yeah. So with feature the it. so third season is the first part of book three, and the majority of Danny had like it's not necessarily in the second half of book. Of, of book three, but it's throughout book three, but they just kind of moved the timeline along or around yeah. so that they could, you know, do the, the Rob storylines, the, the Joffrey's the Arya's and, you know, different things like that. So it, it, I think we'll get a lot more in season four based on that because, because in the, in the third book, she's a big part of it, but they just had more stuff to deal with, deal with on the other ones. Yeah. Um, so after that, we go to the Red Woman and Gendry, uh, and Stannis, and obviously the conversation, uh, about, and this isn't the, this isn't the big one. Uh, this is just the kind of intro talking about King's blood and, you know, all that. Um, but it was just kind of a brief introduction between them. Uh, this is where, um, Stannis talks about half Robert, half Lowborn, and grabs him like a normal person would. Yeah, just <laughs> by the cheeks. Yep. By, that's how I grab people. Mm-hmm. Um, grab not, your cheeks later. It's not All true. Right. What? Yeah, that's it is. not true. You're not as touchy. I'm not yeah. touchy hardly at all. Yeah, except for you. Try grabbing by the cheeks. See what happens. Don't touch my face <laughs> or me. Um, what? He said, grab by the cheeks. I said, try grabbing me by the cheeks and see what happens. Oh, that's said, not what I heard at all. I heard. Try grabbing butt cheeks, <laughs> and then I would Justin like to grab said, your. Butt I do cheeks. mumble sometimes, and so then that Justin makes sense. Said what he said, and I said, nope. I also misheard him. I heard something different than you heard, though. Perfect. I guess I need to enunciate better. <laughs> My bad. Probably need to drink less. 
That could also be it. Or no, this is Game of Thrones. You drink as much as you want. Or more. I am the god of tits and wine. Here I am. Do you want a peek? Sure. Of your wine? Yep. Yeah. Uh then we go to a scene that was kind of sad, honestly. Davos trying to read. Oh, I thought it was great. <laughs> no, this wasn't sad. This yeah, was I great. loved it. She's a librarian. She loves that shit. He crossed over uh into a different level of reading. Yeah, he got enough. He understood humor for the first time because it was a play on, or it was like a, a funny saying. What, what was, was the saying? Um, he said something about being hungry enough to eat a horse. And then he laughed and then surprised himself with the laughter. I think that I must have missed that. I think I was focused on yeah, him like eat, trying eat to eat a horse. No, it whole. was encouraging. Yeah, oh, he said he a went horse from whole. just like sounding out words to understanding what they mean. I thought it was cool. I loved it, but I was also a little bit sad about what it meant about how long he'd been down there. Unless he's just like a super quick learner, which is totally possible. Is it easier or harder to turn or to uh, teach adults how to read? Easier or harder? I I mean, I haven't taught taught many adults how to read, but harder, I think. Interesting. Um... Kids are just very fast learners, and their their brains aren't set yet. Okay. But also, yeah, whether or not adults read, they have a bigger vocabulary. So, hmm. Yeah, I mean, it does seem like he's been in there for quite a while. So, I guess just teaching him, teaching himself, or do we think that uh, Serene, the daughter, is still continuing to? I hope that she's still. I think, I think she's she trying. Is. Yeah, she's she's still doing her lessons. So after the Davos reading scene, that ends because Stannis has come in and Stannis is so weird. His interactions, his mannerisms, his everything is so strange about Stannis. I, we've talked about this before, but this is another one of those scenes where Stannis is very different in the books than he is in the show. I was going to say that same thing. And not in a good way. It's very clear. Yeah. The, the way that the actor portrays Stannis, it just seems like he missed. So you're the, saying not scene. in a good way, the show Stannis. Yeah. Okay. Book Stannis is way better than show Stannis, in my opinion. He wouldn't say things the same way that they are said in the show. Like, like the words or the intonation or both? No, yeah, the like the portrayal or you know, the acting of it. Like okay. you know, the the rhythm and the verse of you know what he says. It would be different. It would be much more like straight to the point and not as like. Oh, yeah, I don't know if you. So, so Book Stannis doesn't come down to be convinced by Davos that they shouldn't kill Gendry? I don't necessarily remember if it this takes place. It's more about just what he says and how he says it. Well, I just mean like, like yeah. as a character, not like in the books versus in the show, but like. Stannis wouldn't come seeking this kind of advice because he would just know. No, he would because he doesn't want to. So real Stannis doesn't want to kill innocent people. Right. Um, but book Stannis is a genuinely like compassionate, good person for the most part. Compassion is probably the wrong word, but yeah, like, but not because he, he doesn't kill he, to be to kill. Yeah, he, yeah. he everything is very tactical. So he's measured. Very yes. Yeah. He's also very confident in the books. 
Um, show Stannis seems very like lost. Like he's questioning everything he's doing. Um, I don't know. Show Stannis I, also feels like he doesn't want to be doing any of this. I'm pretty sure Show Stannis did not research his uh, role either. Is that the one we said like like you know was proud of like oh I never read any of the books like that oh good was job Dumbledore. and Dumbledore <laughs> yeah oh okay but I'm pretty sure the actor who played Stannis also didn't like do any of the like book research on his character. Um, how dumb do you have to be to like and how much do you not have to care about a role for you not to do? I mean, I guess right it depends. Research. Like, it depends on like I think of uh, Henry Cavill and all the roles he's played. There's no way he can possibly consume as much content as he's portrayed. Superman, The Witcher, potentially James Bond. Like, they're not to consume all of the content, but like, no, I know. Yeah. But I think my of- argument is somebody like that. That makes sense to me because you've got so you're a an actual. A-list star, you've got a lot going on. It would make sense if you don't have time to read all the Witcher novels and play the game. Although Henry Cavill has, by the way. Um, but book the or the the actor who plays Stannis, who is he? Like, yeah, it's not like he's got a resume of you know hundreds of of movies and shows that he's done. I mean, he might. I just think that's. I, I think it. it's funny that you brought that up without us talking about that off air because. That's exactly what I thought during the scene was this is a very good example of the way that this character is portrayed is not the way that he's portrayed in the books. Well, that's kind of on the director too, though, isn't it? Or like writer, director, producer, some sort of whatever. Does the director tell the actors how to act? Uh, They give lots of direction. I see what you did there. (laughs) Yeah. Makes sense. Just for you, baby. I mean, I don't know. I've never been on a set, so... but. I think if I was an actor, I'd be pretty upset if I, I was like, yeah, this is how I'm acting out this character. And then this guy's like, no, I need you to be more like standish from the books. Did you read the books? No. Oh, oh, perfect. Great. Well, you're fired. We're going to find somebody who gives a shit. Right. We're going to reshoot. Well, the first yeah. Two I mean, I would just hope that that would be part of like the casting, like bringing you into the role type of process. I obviously don't know how they Maybe the they show. missed it. You know, it just... There's been a lot of talk since the shows have aired. The show has aired about that same about this specific character, and so we're not the only ones that think that. But but we're the only ones that matter. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. I, I just thought it was interesting. You also thought that scene. This scene was a good uh, example of that. Yeah, there's been a few. I mean, not every scene with Stannis sticks out to me that way. There have been several, and this is the most obviously most recent one um, because it just doesn't really grasp who Stannis is. Like as you get further in the books, I think that you'll begin to see the difference of, of the two because for the most part, in my opinion, the characters from the books that have been portrayed on the screen have done a good job of portraying what they're supposed to. Uh, Stannis is as far as I can remember, probably the worst one. I think he's the worst one. Uh, Theon sticks out to me too. Um, huh. And we can talk about that one later. But um, yeah, Stannis is Stannis is probably the worst one, I think. Um, anyway, so he gets here. He starts talking about, you know, the plan. Mm-hmm. You know, Robert's bastard, uh, sacrifice, you know, Davos. They have the conversation about 
you know, is murder and sacrifice different? And Stannis is obviously like, yeah, of course. Um, and um, Davos, I don't, I can't tell if he's pleading with Stannis or if he's just communicating because pleading, he's not begging him to see reason, but he's, he is trying to communicate like you're, this isn't who you are. What you're doing right now is not consistent with the person that you've been, the reason that I follow you, the reason everybody follows you. Like you're making decisions that kind of go off the beaten path as far as the Stannis that we know. Uh, you're not a man who is slaughter innocents. Um, anyway, and Stannis is he, Stannis seems to recognize that. I thought in the scene, I thought he they captured the like look at least the the basic understanding or comprehension of what Davos is saying. Like it seems like Stannis also believes that. It seems like he's like, yeah, I know. I don't really know what I'm doing. Was kind of what I what I took away from Stannis. Right. I don't, you know, did, did you have different thoughts? Did you well, kind of no, agree? I agree. That's why I was asking about it earlier. Cause like, I feel like Davos kind of hit the mark when he was like, you already made up your mind, but you came to me because you knew what I was going to say. Like, you don't want to kill him. But you know, I also don't want you to kill him. So that's why you talked to me today and not yesterday and not tomorrow. Yeah. Like, yeah, you don't want to do this. Right. But you want me to be the bad guy or the, the, the driving force in, in, in this. Yeah, and he makes, but he does make Davos swear that he would never raise a hand to Melisandre again. So, I mean, I, I think you're right. I think Davos hits it on the head of like, there's a reason why you're here right now, mm -hmm. so that maybe I can come talk some sense into somebody. But I appreciate that he lets him say, but I'm like, I can't promise that I'm not going to speak out against her. Yeah, everybody needs a. We said that before, right? Everybody needs someone to. Bring them back down to earth. Yeah, I mean, you need a, you don't need it, but like good angel, bad angel type situation. Like you need both sides of that, or at least you need someone to balance out the other side. I think you do need it. I mean, like if you're constantly stuck in this echo chamber of the same ex of, of exactly what you think, you're not gonna ever consider a, a different, you know, a, a different perspective or an alternative. Yeah, which, and I mean, if you're blessed with someone who's as loyal as Davos is, right? Like. You're yeah, it's stupid gotta to be, give that up. It's got to be a relationship where you don't question whether this is coming from a negative place or, or a positive place. You know that it's coming from a positive place. It's, right. just, it's just not exactly what you want to hear. Justin. <laughs> Why me? We brought you here today to... <laughs> nope. Been love, there, done that. To love no, you. Just, you just wanted me to move on? No, I was looking at you. Uh, oh, that's as someone who feels like I do that sometimes. You do that many times. Yeah, I wasn't gonna bring it up, but since we're here, um, I wasn't bringing it up. Fucking I was stop. Just, I was just just kidding. Looking at you and, <laughs> and saying, love. Is, he, "Is he listening?" Is he? Yeah, but then you said my name <laughs> and it brought attention to it because it looked like you weren't listening. I was listening. <laughs> no, um, I'm just kidding. We we said that. You said that that's me, and yeah. Lydia, you said that it's your brother. And Keith, you mentioned that it's, I think it's Lauren, right? Mm -hmm. And then for me, it's it's Emily and Justin. And so... It was who again? You get a bonus person. Emily and Justin, my wife and Justin. Right. It sounded like you said Emily. Emily. <laughs> and I like that name. Huh. Okay. Good to know. I mean, I've never, guys, heard, I've never heard it before, but I like it when you said it. Emily. 
I liked it. So, any, anybody have anything else to add about this scene? No? Okay. So, then we go to the second son's camp. And um, you mentioned anatomy earlier. Is this where it comes into play? <laughs> it's not. Because this is where I know anatomy. I don't think anatomy. you guys are going to get it. All so, of the important bits, though, are covered. <laughs> if we want to say, not important, that's the wrong word. But, like, like the they, they are covered. They do that's all why I liked on. it more, I think. Um, anyway, the point of this scene was obviously they're kind of the, the leaders of the second sons that we've already met are hanging around talking, game planning. And basically what they're going to do is they're going to go kill Danny. And they have the woman, you know, have the three coins which, by the way, is a bad system. A terrible system. She can feel what fucking coin it is. Right. Exactly. One of them is a different shape. Right. Like entirely. Right. Yeah. So a bag would work. Right. Pretty well. So well, I guess that you still feel a shape. Yeah. Why right. not pick a number? Did they not have numbers back then? <laughs> I don't know what the solution is, but it wasn't this. It's not that. This isn't the fair option. But to be fair, Dario didn't seem that bothered by it. And then we found out later it didn't matter anyway. I like that he, when he pulls the coin from Bravos, he says Valor Magulis. That was pretty cool. Do we think that there's, I guess this is more a question for the two of you. Um, do we think that there's some kind of tie there or is it just because it's from Bravos and everyone knows? That's more big, big, of a big. question for Keith. That's me. I don't know. That means all men must die. Yes. Yes. I mean, I I just took it as like, oh, I have to go kill someone. All men must die. But is that phrase? Because we've seen one other person use that phrase. Uh, I feel like we've seen maybe a couple two. Two. Use that phrase. Yeah, two or like didn't Danny use it in Astapor? What was where was she it? said? Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, no, Masande Masande said, said Valdemagulis, and and Danny said yes, but we're not men. Yes. Which was a cool line. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, we have seen a couple people say it. Shocking. I didn't get it as like a, as Aria. the Bravos thing. I got it more as like, this is a suicide mission, basically. And that's why they no one wanted to do it. But my question difficult. is not, not was he like tipping his cap to Bravos? What do we think that he's affiliated with the same band of people that Jockin is? Because that's where, like we've, Jockin... Jock is the first one we got. We're introduced to it with with Jock and Arya. Mm. So and maybe you didn't. I don't know. Yeah, no, catch I it. But I hadn't made that connection. Okay, in my mind, that's, that's fine. That's kind of cool. Yeah, because in the scene where they say goodbye, Jock and Arya in that weird like grassy place where he was just up on the cliff and then he was behind her mm-hmm. somehow, um, and then his face changed. That's when he gives her the coin. He says the words. And that's where we're introduced to it. So I just didn't know because it was a prominent, like it was obviously an important line for like, he said it in that moment for a reason. I just, it, I don't know what the reason is. Yeah, and I, I think you, yeah. I think if you, add, you know, couple that with the fact that he was able to then murder them both inside the, ca- the military camp, that's, you know, some pretty badass shit. Ultra level shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. there might also be like a, culture of like you fight your leader and then you win type thing too. Yeah, there there probably is, but but beating two people that have worked themselves up to that captain status 
that's pretty like to be able to beat them together. Um, that's yeah, that's badass. Yeah, and oh. and we know that Jockin's badass. Jockin is a badass. He's a pretty, and boy they almost kind of they almost kind of look alike. They are both pretty people. Well, I think not, that not d- new Jockin. I think no, new Jockin's definitely not. He looks like some kind of character from a video game or something. Oh, like a uh, like a Skyrim character or something. Uncanny Valley, like not a real person. I don't know what that is. Uncanny yes. Valley is like when something's so close to looking like human, but it very much doesn't look like a human, and you're like, uh, oh, that that's that perfectly sums up that? like new Jockin. Yeah. His new face. Or its new face or whatever. Their I don't fucking face. know. Their new face. Um so yeah, anyway, I do think that Dario looks funny to me. Does he got weird teeth? Does he cut the hot list for you? Cut as in make it on yeah. the no. No, I kept calling him pretty boy each time I saw him. Just he definitely the hair, has right? that look, but I, but I'm not attracted to him. I think it was face too. Maybe not like he was yeah. a little elf like in my opinion. Hmm. Did he? Not like wayfish, but I mean he's blonde, so no thank you. Really blonde? <laughs> <laughs> no thank you. Like dirty blonde. I he liked could. his braids, but yeah, the teeth. His like front teeth were shorter than his back teeth, and that always freaks me out a little bit. And you couldn't see his edges. I mean, could not. Well, the braids helped okay. to define the edges, but yeah. Okay. He's Interesting. fine. So after the, the second coin drawing, yeah, the coins. Dario is chosen basically to be the one who has to go kill Danny. He seems fine with it. Uh, then we go to Tyrion heading to Sansa's room. Shay's there. Awkward. Got to be a little awkward, right? I mean, especially because Sansa has no idea. Um, and Shay is just giving him the cold, cold shoulder. Um, they He has the line where he's talking about, you know, you won't be a prisoner anymore. You'll be my wife. Well, that's a different kind of prison. Different kind of prison. I thought this was a sweet scene. Uh, Tyrion's obviously trying. Mm. Like he he wants to be a good person. I think he is a good person. Um, he obviously not Sansa as an individual, but just like her story and her history and background and what she's been through. Like that's something that he obviously cares about. He wants to be gentle. He wants to help her feel as comfortable as he can. I don't think that he, his approach is like the, the way that's going to happen, but he's trying. Um, so, I don't know. I kind of like this scene because it shows a little bit of that. We've seen Tyrion talk a lot about like drinking and whores and, you know, all the craziness. Mm-hmm. But then when it comes down to it, you see that he's he's actually a good dude. Well, and we've seen that consistently from him too. Like each time he's tried to interact with Sansa or has, like it's th- been... He did it even before with Jon. Yep. You know, when he, he tried to really... It seemed like he connected well with Jon... He was empathetic. He could be empathetic with John because of the, you know, bastards and broken things. Uh, but yeah, you're right. He he has kind of maintained that same course the whole time with Sansa. And I I don't know. I like it. I like Tyrion a lot. Tyrion's one of the better characters in the show. Um I wouldn't pick him over me. <laughs> but uh and I thought it was good, like him trying to explain to her, like, I didn't do this. Yeah, I'm not the one. I know it still sucks that you're being forced on the aisle. I'm not the one forcing you down it um, because I didn't really want it either. And, you know, 
he says that I know how you feel. She says, I doubt that, um, which is true. He, and he says that back to her. Like, you're right. I don't know how you feel, but, um, basically it just seems like he's trying to let her know that like, I'm, I don't really want this either. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, there's not a lot more to that scene, but I like it. Uh, then Marjorie and Cersei, this is fun (laughs) because they're wild. Yes. Uh, Marjorie's kind of a bitch. A little, but Cersei's more of the bitch in the scenario. She is, but the the sister line was a dig for sure. When she called her sister, yeah, like probably for show. This is just really good though to give you the backstory of the of the song of the reigns of Castamere, like mm-hmm. the actual story behind it. So, which we've heard a few times, which sometimes yeah, knowingly, sometimes not. Right. Um, it's thematic throughout the whole show. Uh, yeah. So basically. House Rain was the second wealthiest house in Westeros. They decided that they wanted to try to, you know, come at the Lannisters and start showing their wealth and start building a, an army or building a, building some power. And eventually they did one, one thing, whatever it was, a little bit too far, and Tywin just dropped a hammer dick on them. Killed and, everybody. Um, yeah, and killed men, women, children, and anybody associated with House Rain. A summer, which who knows how long that is. Oh, yeah, very gross. A long time. Anybody associated with House Rain killed them, and and now um, the rains weep o'er their halls without a soul to hear. Can you sing it? I don't think that'd be a good idea. I do. Justin, can you sing it? No. You've been doing a lot of singing tonight. I don't know the words. Well, look them up, and that'll be our closing song. <laughs> Maybe we'll see. Uh, I probably that need, means no to everybody. I probably need about six more of these. We before. can make that happen. I will say there are there at you know you know how the bear and the maiden fair it like becomes then like the credit song, right? There is there are episodes where the reigns of Castamere are the credit song, and yeah, we've had one already. That I rendition I, I think is really good. Um, so when we get to that. Maybe we'll play it. Maybe we'll just sing it together as a foursome. Okay. As a fruple. Ooh. Into it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like the parallel between, and that's obviously why Cersei was telling her the story, the parallel between House Tyrell and House Rain. Mm-hmm. Um, she, yeah, it, it's a, it's an eerie story and it's powerful, but it makes it even more so because of who she's talking to. Uh, we know that the Tyrells are incredibly wealthy. Um, we right. know that Tywin's wealthier. <laughs> like, right. And we know that the Tyrells are now making moves, chief among them being marrying the king. The king. Um, and so that really elevates their house. You know, kind of like she was talking about, you got to take that step. What is, what is that step? Marrying the king is a pretty big step. Um, you know, it doesn't put you above them, but it puts you at least, Pretty close to on par. Well, I think the next step is putting Loras and Sansa together. And you would think, like, you got to figure out a way to remove some of these Lannisters because there's mm-hmm. a lot of them and they've got a pretty strong hold on what happens. I, I'm interested to hear Keith's predictions. This is quickly moving down the track, mm-hmm. the Tyrell Lannister story. What do you think down the road the conclusion to that is? As far as like everything or within specifics? 
Yeah, I mean, I think uh, the overarching what I mean, whatever. But uh, you know, Cersei tells a story about two houses that were in competition, and one of them squashed the other one. So if you're looking at just a big picture, you're looking at Tyrell versus Lannister, not individuals necessarily, but right. over overall. How do you think that that concludes? Knowing one, the history of Tywin mm-hmm. and and his experience with a competing house. Uh, but two, the moves that we're seeing the Tyrells make. I mean, Olena's in King's Landing now. Yeah, and I, I this sounds like a cop out answer. Not knowing Marjorie's dad, is he still alive? Yeah, like not knowing him, I don't know how he's going to react because I imagine he's even though like the Oath of the Sun or whatever, like he's still probably more head of Tyrell than Alyssa. Alyssa. Olena. Olena. Um. <laughs> But um, I think that this war with Rob is whittling away the Lannisters' power and money. Now, it is, to an extent, the Tyrells as well because they've joined with the Lannisters. Right. But I think all of that has kind of, like, pushed them. It's definitely distracted them quite a bit. Right. Um, I think you're right. I think you were right earlier. If the Tyrells had been successful in marrying Loras to Sansa... That would have been a major, major thing. Yeah. Um, and which is why Tywin blocked it and basically said, "Nope, we're marrying Sansa." So, yeah, it that would have been their, you know, a solidifying move for their move of marrying the king. Not only are you marrying the king, and so you're basically, you know, uh, ruling the south. Now you have Sansa in your family and. You're ruling Most north. likely ruling in the north if something does happen to Rob mm-hmm. um, as far as how that, that war has gone. so Which they look at their forces versus Rob's and they probably Yeah, say, they think that they're going to win. We're going to win eventually. Right, right. They think that. Obviously, most people would think that they're going to win. But um, as far as like if you're if you're on Rob's side, you probably think you're going to win. And then if you're on the Tyrell and Lannister side, you think you're going to win. So, yeah, everyone's playing for what happens after this war. Mm-hmm. Um and so the Sansa piece was huge. You know, that was a good good call on that. If they had done that, had been successful doing that, then they would have kind of, you know, just backed up that move of the, you know, Marjorie becoming queen yeah. with, you know, the biggest piece of, of uh, you know, Lester piece is. of the puzzle. Yeah. And you kind of, like, you kind of have to also weigh, like, how is... Marjorie and Joffrey's kid going to lean. Piece of leverage was what I was going for there. Ah. Piece of leverage. Sorry. Go ahead. Like, is is their son going to be a Lannister or well, not a Lannister because technically, technically be a Baratheon, a Baratheon but, but he's not a Baratheon, right? Or she. And we all know that. But like, yeah, is it going to be a Tyrell? Is it going to be a Baratheon? And then you know, Cersei's son or daughter. Like, where is that going to roll? There's a lot of factors that going to play with this because it's yeah. a pretty crazy game of thrones yeah it is and when you play the game of thrones you either win or you die yep. so and they all know that house rain knows that I'll tell you that house rain does know it they rained over their halls they sure did um so then we cut to sansa mm. in the wedding mm. Ooh. Joffrey. I don't have a lot of words for 
what happened here because it's real fucked up. I believe you probably have two words. Fuck Joffrey? Yeah. Joffrey's a cunt. Those are three. Those are three. That's three words. But either of those fit, like, mm-hmm. is fine. Um, The moment that I, when we watched it the first time and I saw Joffrey there, obviously he was going to be there. But then he delivers the line about, well, your dad's dead, so I I got to walk you down the aisle Your now. father's gone, in case you don't remember. <laughs> or I've got to I've give you away. Yeah, remember it's how I duty. showed you his head? Yeah. Ugh. The whole, it's my duty to give you away, just like boiled my blood. Um, like a lot. Really grinded your gears. It really ground my gears. Um, we have a lot left. Wow. Um, yeah, it was frustrating. <laughs> I hate Joffrey so much, and mm-hmm. this made me hate him more. I if was, that were possible. I was shocked he didn't say anything down at the front. He did, uh, pull that he stool took away. took the stool, yeah. Which was I mean, a super crappy move. Kind of funny. No. Everyone else thought so too, except for Tywin. Tywin didn't find it funny. No, Tywin doesn't find the like silly shit funny. Um, he's just kind of like well, he's above it all. Yeah, I appreciate that about him. Well, yeah. I mean, when you're they're laughing at his son. Yeah, right. and just like making a mockery of something that he's worked really hard to orchestrate. Right. So. <laughs> The, after the stool is taken away, then you get the cloak to bride scene. <laughs> and that was humiliating. So it made awkward. me feel so bad for Tyrion. It's an uncomfortable scene to watch. It is. It was such a sad scene. Because I love him. I love her. And they're both uncomfortable. Neither of them wants to be there. And, and then, then he added just, this extra thing onto it. Yeah. Know? It was just cringy. Not like the show shouldn't have done it, but like cringy. It's out. kind of amazing. Like, as we've seen Joffrey for three seasons now, like the first couple seasons, you just absolutely hate him. And then every time, almost every time you see him, you hate him more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do true. they do that? Like, there, each there's time no he's ending doing to the something hatred. Something worse. Something worse. He just tops himself. Um, yeah, this is a bad scene. And then obviously we get to the wedding scene or the, the reception scene later, and it's worse still. Yeah. That one's a lot worse. Is that one next? Um, no. Next is Gendry and Melisandre. The leeches? Yeah. Mm. So originally he thought she was going to poison him. She says, well, then she drinks it. But we know that doesn't mean anything. But he doesn't know that. Right. So we do. So did you think like... Is it, was that your thought? My thought wasn't he's she's going to poison him because that's not how you sacrifice a person. My thought was more <laughs> going to be like this is going to be like a how do you sacrifice like a, a person? like a numbing or like a like he's going to be extra drunk or like knocked out roofied maybe like mm. this is something that she's you know I think uh, I was roofied one time immune from recently really by Justin no surprisingly. Shocking. In Atlanta? No. <laughs> Surprisingly. <laughs> Wait, I thought it was Atlanta. No. Was it Emily? I think I was roofied. It, it, was it at Pilar's? What? <laughs> it wasn't Pilar's. It was at a Mexican restaurant that we went to for lunch on Cinco de Mayo, and we had a few margaritas. But, I mean, you guys have seen me drink. Like, a few margaritas is not going to. Right. Where was it? I don't. I mean, I don't want to, like. What city? It was here. I don't want to put them on blast. Like it wasn't Winter a Garden? restaurant's fault. What? Winter Garden? 
No, it was in Winter Park. It was Rocco's Tacos. Oh. Um, it was not. I know where it was. And and yeah, so I had a few margaritas and then just blacked out. And Emily talks about me. Some Somehow I, unfortunately, drove home. And then when I got home, Emily talks about me having conversations with her that I don't remember ever happening. Uh, I don't remember getting in bed. Like I was the next day I was like, what the fuck was that? Because I, I mean, four margaritas is not going to put me in that mm-hmm. bad of a state. Was Emily drinking too? No, no, Emily wasn't there. This was like lunch. Um, oh. So like people from my work. Were they and drinking? I did. But what? Were they drinking? They were. I did drink the drink of one of the women that was with us. Mm-hmm. And so the thought was that maybe it was in that drink. Which you're welcome. <laughs> like, took that bullet. I don't love this story. Well, not. I don't mean you're welcome. Isn't like. I'm, no, no, no. I'm I don't meaning, like that. That happened to you or anyone. I mean, yeah, this shit happens. So be on the lookout. Luckily, I was going home to be with my wife and kid, and don't remember a bit of it. Didn't you also get roofied in Atlanta? Maybe I don't think so. No, I think it was a joke. Because I, I have a whole group thread. That, that was a joke. That conversation. Was a, it was a joke. You indicated that you might actually have drank something that was roofied one night, the first night. I didn't though. It was a that was a joke. Because <laughs> I had that, told that why story. Why was that a joke? Because I had told that story to those to those guys and like was just calling back to it. It's kind of funny to be roofied on accident. It's not funny if you're trying to roofie someone or if you've <laughs> been roofied yourself but like it's kind of funny like no one tried to fuck me or take me home or anything like that and i i feel like kind of a hero actually you should nick <laughs> that's the griffin feel that's the gryffindor in me yep <laughs> i'm brave i'm gonna move on before you have more to apologize for next week <laughs> that's fair that's nice of you um so then she starts talking about the lord of light sent sent you to me to draw draw his power out uh, and birth it into the world. It was just, it was very like reminiscent of Ghost Stannis. Yeah. Which is what I kept thinking she's going to do, but they also kept saying they're going to kill him. So, like, well, <laughs> how'd you feel? How'd happening? you feel when she started fucking him? Well, I didn't see any of that. Oh, shit. Yeah. I forgot. Um, so Lauren, she saw the leeches. Lauren though. was not excited about the leeches. So she climbs on top. No one was excited about the leeches. And I remember watching the first time, like, oh, this is. She's definitely trying to birth another like shadow demon. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, that's not what happened. The transition from sex to leeches. Very jarring. Yeah. Thumbs down. No, Terrible. Thank you. Uh, Terrible. Look, don't yuck their yum. I thought she did a good job of like <laughs> no, it was tricking smooth. him into it. I'm just saying, imagine his perspective. That's just a very. I appreciated the realness of this sex scene. Um, How so? In that most sex scenes, we don't see like an actual like, let me take my hand and (laughs) insert the penis into my vagina. Like that is what happened. She like reached down and was like, well, hold on one second. (laughs) And I love I love that you were excited. No, no, that you were excited about the accuracy. (laughs) Real, recognized, real. And yeah, I mean. That's the real uh, the leeches, not something I've experienced. Not so real. And 
I Pen- hope penis leeches, definitely not. Nev- oh my god, that penis leeches terrible. are my favorite. <laughs> Those are my favorite leeches. That's what you've always <laughs> said. That Justin Neal always says loves penis leeches. Penis leeches Big are my favorite. The penis leeches. Um, That's what it says above the threshold of your house. I just appreciated the the realness of it. In spray paint, and it seemed like Gendry was <laughs> no. It's one of those like in this house we play hard. We love penis leeches <laughs> and we drink sweet tea. Sweet tea, there it is. Like, now I'm making one of those you that boards sign. when you walk in. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's right. exactly what I'm. Just write it on the fucking chalkboard that I've never taken down. It's right out here. Okay, I'll do it. You have to get some chalk because I think that, that left. Okay. Please don't knock over my lava lamp. <laughs> Why do you yeah. keep doing this? Things that are not on here, you keep pointing out. Nick because, is so smooth, and then you just call him out. Because I don't want the lava lamp to be broken. I don't want and it And I have either. no other way he to communicate. Please don't fucking do it. How else do you want me to do that? Okay, I thanks. was watching him. Well, that's not going to stop him from breaking it. I was going to break it, but now that you said that. Thank you. Yeah. See? Mission accomplished. So then she busts the leeches out. Hang the banner up. Power of King's blood. Mm-hmm. Um, then Stannis walks in, arrives. Um, Got to be jealous, right? Like he's been wanting to do that again, but not the leeches part. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know if he was. Part. I don't know if he was. No, I think he might be conflicted. Also, did he, he didn't see the sex? He did not, but he might, he probably I assume pissed. when you walk in and she's naked, he's naked, he's got an erect penis, he's got leeches on him. He was not naked. He, he wasn't. had pants he, on. They, he just did. They just did the quick little, whoop, like the pants, what? pants down <laughs> the to the mid thigh. Um, yeah, and like leeches are out, chained to the bed, naked. Penises are out. Penises are, out, are, are erect. There's no way it was still erect. If, I'm telling you, the second leeches no. get on there, done, Ew. done. Yeah, I think you're right about the that. Second, you pull out leeches. Same thing. Conversation we had about them chopping Theon stuff off. Yeah. Once you, but that's why you put the leech down there, right? Because there's a lot of blood there, right. probably. Yeah, I would think, yeah. So, anyways, or also just to be terrible. I, if I was Stannis in that scenario, I probably would have been jealous. Just want to throw that out there. Have you ever had a leech on you? Not on your no, penis. I have not. I did a science fair project about leeches one time. But I'm I the only person on here me. who's ever had leeches on them. I haven't had a leech or a tick. You never had a tick? I've had a tick, no. but I've it had. wasn't attached to How have you had pear salad but not had a tick? Those like go together. <laughs> it's true. Right. <laughs> no? I feel like I've had some sort of worm at some point. But not a leech or like a tick. Like a ringworm, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Leeches are really, You've really had disgusting. You, I'm surprised that Did you... Did you like pinch the head? No. How do you Guys, it, it wasn't voluntary. I was in a body of water... Oh, and we got out, and there were fucking leeches on us. Oh my yeah, I god! Don't, I don't Wait, think most so how leeches many? are voluntary. No. Se- like, well, several. Wow. When you're a teenage on, boy, on everybody, thirteen year old or whatever, Perfect. and you're like, "Oh, look at this leech!" Like the first thing you do think about is, "What if I put this on me?" Sure. Nope. I didn't. That's not how I operate. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, it is. I've done like the lizard earring thing, right? But, like once it involves Same. like sucking blood. Yeah, I mean, I'm thing. thinking and about like old Greek medicine where they're like leeching people, they're, like, to leeching bleed you, them, yeah, but. Right. I don't well, want that's that basically what me. this was. Like, well, not like for medicinal purposes, but right for magical purposes. Right? Is Gendry a bleeder now? Oh, aren't we all bleeders? Philosophical no. question. At one point or another, we all are. I guess that's a good question. Um, yes. Okay. I'll give you a yes on that. 
So she takes the the leeches off and puts them in a bowl. Trivia puts, question for Keith. That's me. Three names mm-hmm. are mentioned for the three leeches. Mm-hmm. Who are they? It's Joffrey. It's uh, Greyjoy, and it's Rob. Great job. I thought Thanks. you. I thought the Greyjoy one. Which one Greyjoy? Theon's dad. What's whose his name? name is? Oh, it's a dumb name. It's like <laughs> it is Balon. It is. Yes. Yeah. Got it. Well Good done. Good job. Thanks. I was like Baylor. No, I thought that one would trip you up a little that's bit. That's a dumb college. Ouch. <laughs> no, that, that's the name of the the previous king that had the statue where Ned died. Balon. Baylor. Baylor. Yeah. Baylor the Blessed. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Responsible I knew that. for blessing, marrying the crown and the faith together. Also, yeah. Yeah, I want more of those hand motions. <laughs> Me and Justin, you guys got, love my hand motions. We got that on lockdown. So she throws. So he, Stannis, throws the leashes in the fire. Yeah. With those names attached to them, and then they. They blurt blood, and then I wondered out loud. I wonder if, if that's Gendry why Joffrey didn't show up in uh, Sansa's room that night. Whoa! Because I don't know what these things are doing, but maybe they're just like maybe, that's true. maybe they're little curses. Hmm. Never thought about that. Because I was pretty sure he was going to do it. I think he's. I think he's just an asshole. Well, yeah, he's just trying to like fuck with their head. I figured at least he would like show up. And do it. Because that's the next scene, right? Where he approaches. I'm sorry, did that happen already? I think. No, that. it hasn't happened yet. Because that's not? like the next scene, but we assume that's happening simultaneously. And then we don't see him again for the rest of the episode. So that's an interesting. Yeah. Point. The next scene is at the reception. Opens with Olena. <laughs> explaining. <Love it. laughs> so good. It's so great. Explaining so the good. family dynamic. I love genealogy with Elena. It's her own fucking family, and she's just like making fun of everybody. <laughs> but trees, your big father will circle. definitely be your brother. That is beyond that was my dispute. favorite part. <laughs> she's so funny, dude. She's so funny. Um, then Tywin and Tyrion face off a little bit. It's not really a face off as much as it is Tywin being very frustrated at Tyrion. It reminded me of you too. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of a a Justin Nick dynamic. I love Justin is um Tywin, obviously. Oh. Oh. Oh, just because I'm not drunk. Yeah, I was about to say. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Uh I don't think I've ever seen you that drunk though. I do love hmm. Eh, Or you don't express your I don't you're that drunk. When I get that drunk, I get quiet because I'm like, I don't want people to know that I'm that drunk, but I'm that drunk. And so I Which is weird because you're quiet. Yeah. Well, same thing happens when I've gotten high. Like, I'm like, I don't want everyone to know that I'm high. So I'm going to be quiet. And then being quiet is like, damn, Nick's really high. so messed up. (laughs) Well, to be fair, no, I won't. I won't call it out. So, yeah, my my favorite part of this scene is when you see Tyrion. I have have a couple favorites, but my real favorite is when Tyrion fills a glass all the way to the brim and then he looks at it like longingly and like licks his lips. <laughs> like, mm, I can't wait. He does the careful sip. <laughs> Doesn't he also look over at Sansa and he's like, you should be impressed with this. Like, that's what I got out of that scene. I don't know. Like, I hey, mean, isn't this cool? I did it. I didn't get super drunk at my own wedding. I probably only had like two beers. I expected to drink a lot more than I did. I didn't have alcohol at my wedding. You would. I had like half of one. And then everyone else in my wedding. I was about to say, I got drunk. more drunk at Keith's wedding than I got at my own wedding. To be fair, I didn't get drunk at your wedding. I'm impressed. A lot of people did. I did. 
A lot of people that I've never ever seen drunk in any other context yeah. were drunk at your wedding. Yeah, it was now, very that was my father-in-law's fault. <laughs> that but beer was like potent. eleven and a half, dude. Yeah, it was strong. Nick, we know you were at Keith's house one time, <laughs> but were you at Keith's wedding? <laughs> you showed up at my wedding. I didn't crash Keith's wedding. I did didn't. look at the save the date for years, though. It's still, years, it's still in my fridge. Yeah. For a long time. So I just yeah. for you guys. You Thanks, man. Keith and Lauren. There you go. There's nice also, yeah. for the record, there's a save the date on there for a wedding that never happened. So, ouch. RIP. Care to share? <laughs> Yeah, I can tell you. No, no, no I'm not going to tell you. It's a remembrance of what was and what could have been. What should not have been. And what should not have been. Thankfully, it was not. Um, Great. Wow. Do you want to continue with tell your story about yeah. what's happening? What You're other favorite things did you get out of the scene? Um, Tywin Tyrion. I love the, I am the god of tits and wine. And I, like that's how he says it too. Like the rhythm of it. It's not just, mm-hmm. I'm the god of tits and wine. It's like he has some rhythm to it. That's it called iambic pentameter. Yeah. In case you wanted to know. What? Iambic pentameter. It's a poetry thing. It's a certain kind of rhythm they use with poetry. Like I thought you were saying your name is Bictameter. No, no, no. Yep. Iambic. And I am is the the piece right. that's repeated then, multiple times that makes iambic pentameter. It's what Shakespearean sonnets are. I have never in. actually read any Shakespeare. But something that I have said recently in my life that like I really want to read or audiobook mm-hmm. uh, Shakespeare because I never did. Shakespeare's overrated, but I can you suggest think? some some poetry to you if you're interested. I'm very interested. Cool. There's a lot of fun like modern takes on it too. Right, okay. that would be cool. I think Nathan Fillion was in a uh, Midsummer's Night Dream, but mm-hmm. like it was direct quote of Shakespeare, but it was set in modern day. That'd be cool. I, I, I would like that. I'm just tired of pieces of literature that or art that I enjoy referencing Shakespeare and not, not knowing the reference. Have yeah. you seen the Leonardo DiCaprio, Romeo and Juliet? Mm-mm. Nope. Well, that's a place to start. It's basically. Good? Yeah. Okay. It's the best. Much it's ado. Leo, anything. He's never been in anything bad. Much ado I about actually nothing. think in Titanic, it's not, Titanic's not bad, but I think his acting <laughs> performance in Titanic is less than stellar. Are you out of your goddamn mind? Nope. <laughs> Go back and watch it. I have about okay. a thousand times. I'm Titanic's saying right amazing. now. After I said that, go back and watch and see if his acting performance is what you would call stellar. Okay. I said less than stellar. Leo is one of the greatest <laughs> actors to ever exist. Disagree. I think he's good. He's one of the best. Okay. We have different opinions. He's no Timothy Chalamet, but he's all right. One of my favorite uh, Leo roles is What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Right. With Johnny Depp. Yeah. Also love. I don't think I've forgiven Leo for Django. So. I've never finished Django. I turned it off. Yeah, I don't blame you. It was... Uh, it's rough. It was rough. It's rough. Um, just felt like a white dude making that movie didn't sit right with me. I have not seen Leo's Oscar performance, though. I have not seen Revenant. Revenant. Yeah. Oh, Revenant's I, good. I, I mean, it's not that I don't like Leo. It's that I just don't think he's as good as people think he is. Um, and the Titanic, he's like, what, 18? Yeah, he's a child. I yeah. think it's a pretty so, like, good performance for a kid. That's fair, but like And he's also really I don't want to have to dis, you know put that disclaimer on there of the, of the for a kid, you know that. So I'm going to hold you to the same standard cuz it's the same you know it's a movie. I don't know. Okay. Okay. No, you you're allowed to have your opinions. Even if they're wrong. No, he's no. not. <laughs> 
Uh, okay. Well, that's that's my take on it. I'm not sure how we got to Leo. I don't either. Shakespeare. But one thing that we missed. Yes. Oh, I am the god of tits and wine. Tits and wine. I am a pentameter. Shakespeare. Much Ado About Nothing is the name of the movie. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Um. So Tywin reproaches Tyrion, says that you're getting too drunk to be able to perform your duties. Um. And what is that face? Just because. And uh, I mean, it's never happened to me, but I've heard that it's happened to other people. Um, and I don't, but I don't think Tyrion's one of those people that it would happen to. What? Seems like he would, based on his history, drinking and having sex would just go hand in hand. No? You don't think so? Based on his history? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I'm just thinking that. I think that Tywin is underestimating our our, our friend. I almost said it. You I know you said it. You basically it. did. Rude, you did. I feel, I hope that you apologize for that next week. I apologize for it. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So he's he says you your duty is to put a child, a Lannister child, in her as soon as possible. Yep. And um, even tonight, <laughs> like the expectation is right away. Um. Like Justin style, like I didn't have kids right away. No, I'm just saying, like, like one for one, <laughs> three for three. Actually, that's what I'm saying. Like, Thank you very like, much. Yeah, three, four, batting, three. Batting average, batting a thousand. <laughs> right, can't beat you. Honestly, can't beat it. I wouldn't be very happy with you. He would. Uh, he might have been upset that it didn't happen sooner, but but at I least did, it happened. I did produce three heirs. Two. Well, two heirs. No, still could be air. in this in this context. Yeah, well, they can get fucked. I'm not. Yeah, right. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> so then we move on to ugh, Joffrey Sansa. Ugh. So, God, that sucks, man. I hate like, it. What a piece of shit. Yep. It's, yeah. So he's talking about it. Doesn't you know? You just need a Lannister baby in you. Doesn't matter which Lannister puts it there. Oh man. Um, maybe I'll come do it tonight. And and then talks about how Sir Marin and Sir Boris would hold Boris her would down. Hold her down. So he's obviously like fantasizing about rape, and it's just it's really not like it for me. This is one of the scenes that was particularly cringy uh, to be in the show. I thought like I get the point that they're trying to make. They didn't have to make it the way they made it, I didn't think. Um well thankfully he didn't do it and or at least yet. And and thankfully it wasn't shown. Um because that's hard, obviously. But yeah, I mean this is one of those moments I was talking about earlier that you just it's always hate Joffrey and there's always something worse. So you know Yeah, because this is definitely the worst, by the way. The, probably, the, yeah. So the far. Worst. The worst so far. I mean, yeah. I mean, he he did order her to be undressed in front of the entire court, her to be beaten in front of the entire court. Very bad. Like telling her he's going to come rape her in work. her yeah, room and okay. have people hold That's her fair. down. Yeah, worse. In my, argu- in my not opinion, a, not an argument. I'm gonna like not a hill. I'm gonna die yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. either yeah, way, he's a piece of shit. Yeah, Joffrey's a cunt. So that really sucks. Um, do we also? This is. I mean, the same scene where we get Cersei and. Uh, and um, Loras, right? Cersei and Loras was actually right before this. Okay. Uh, I just want to touch on that real briefly because, like, 
it's so funny that Loris is like, oh, well, let me go talk to talk to her, strike up some kind of relationship with this woman that I'm supposed to marry, whether it's something I want to do or not. Let me just make the best out of it. And he starts by saying, my father once told me, and it kind of has this like feel that there is going to be some sort of like a connection between some the two. connection, some sort of, you know, conversation that is, has some meaning to it. Nope. And Cersei cuts him off at my father once told me. And she says, no one cares what your father once told you and walks away. <laughs> like, <laughs> to, to which Lauren replied, I need more of sad Cersei because when she's happy, she's just a jerk. But when she's sad, she's mean and it's funny. She is. She's very mean. Um, and it, it was funny because it's just, I, I mean, I don't know watching the first time like through, but I expect there to be a connection there, you know, or the, the way that that scene is being played out. Right. And there's not. Yeah. But it's, it's Cersei and it's great. Yeah. It's very, very Cersei. So I just wanted to touch on that real quick. Cause I really like that brief. Moment. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. Um, then we go to the bedding ceremony. Hmm. Which, or the conversation about the betting ceremony. I loved Tyrion's reaction to that, the knife stabbing into the table. Mm-hmm. Um, I also thought that his like jokingness at the end was fake. Sure. But then he carried that through to the bedroom, and I was like, oh, maybe it wasn't. I think it was, and I think the continuation of it was also fake. Like for Sansa's sake? Yeah. Well, for everyone's sake. Like... I vomited on her once. I'm not proud of it. <laughs> well, no, no, no. But like once they got back into the room, like he was still like a little, yeah, falling over and stuff. But he was a lot more like composed, right? And not as rambly. When you get to drinking that much, you get you can get rambly, which is why we have very long episodes sometimes. Um, not looking at you, I'm looking at at you. Look right at I'm me. Looking, as know, I'm the one who drinks in excess. No, I'm looking at you at me. Oh. Yeah, but I'm trying to draw my gaze. You're right. The the fakeness of the of the joking, but he doesn't stop the joke after Joffrey. I mean, keeps it going. To be fair, like he would he wouldn't have probably made it out of there unscathed had he not acted that up. Not at all. And Tywin did a good job. Like he's clearly very drunk. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he didn't mean to threaten the king. So. Everybody involved understood their role and played it. Tyrion realized, okay, I got to be super drunk. Tywin, I got to cover for this. Like it, everyone kind of did their thing. I like seeing Joffrey mad because he looks really stupid. Um, of all like the that. things that Tyrion said to him, though, is this really the one that, like, I think it was the public thing, though. Mm. He does not like public humiliation. Hasn't Tyrion like slapped him in front of people before? It was just family. A I few think. people, yeah. I guess. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like that's an overreaction, right? Based on all of the lead up here. Mm-hmm. Well, Tyrion also hasn't has he been angry with him like that though? Like, yeah, he slapped him and stuff, but like, that was the only time the, this the slapping. It, this like he was. Yeah, this was at, this was kind of this. another level, I think. Yeah, um, beyond what we've seen so far, and I think that's why the reaction may have been exaggerated—not exaggerated, but elevated. Mm-hmm. Um, then we go to obviously the bedroom. Uh, 
And this is an interesting scene because we get another look into Tyrion. You know, a lot of times when people drink, they kind of lose their comprehension of everything around them. He seems to be even maybe more in tune with it because uh, he was really thoughtful, I thought, uh, towards Sansa. High functioning is the word we like to use. We? Yeah. So you're admitting. That you no, I'm not admitting anything. Or part of saying. a club. I mean, he he drove home after being roofied, so. <laughs> what yeah. do you want me to do? Just sit and blacked out in Agave Azul? Like, I don't understand. Fucking like, call me, bro. Yeah, call me. Can you just call me? I didn't know what was going on. If you feel that way, can you just call me? I call, call me. Call Keith. Call yeah, anyone. Do a group FaceTime. If you don't want to call me, call somebody else. No, I got you. I'm not... I don't want to be here because I don't want to defend the driving because right. I, I know I should have done that. I'm just saying that was the thought process of the moment. Yes. When you drink, you sometimes lose that level of like what's appropriate and what's not and your composure a little bit. And obviously Tyrion in this part of this, of this drunken night, he clearly has that composure and is able to say, look, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to share your bed until you want me to. I don't think he entered the room with that intention, though. He, I think he was thinking about it. He let her partially undress and was kind of contemplating it and then made a decision is how I read it. Keith? Mm. I think you're probably right, especially because he said, I can't. And then he was like, I can. I won't. Right. <laughs> Good. I won't. Yeah. Which, like, I like Tyrion, whatever, but I don't think he, like, was very firm in that in that decision from the moment that he entered the room. Yeah, you're 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 probably right about that. Um Yeah. I mean he's been pretty anti their relationship the whole time. He has been drinking all night so that he could probably psych himself up to be able to do this thing that he really doesn't want to do. And then you know and kind of got to the point where like, okay, I guess now's the time I gotta do it. And then, like you're saying, like, you know, yeah. nope, stop, I can't do it. Well, and do you can't, think that's why he said to her earlier, like, you, you'll want to have wine tonight or something like that? Yeah. Yes. Right. And then he plops. Well, he, he says, she says, he says that I won't share your bed until you want me to. She asks, what if I never want you to? And then he does... Again, another favorite. And, and now so, my watch begins. Yes. <laughs> and he plops down and goes to sleep. There was also a, lot, a little bit of a dig at, not a little bit, it was a direct dig at Tywin, where if my father wants someone to get fucked, I know, he, get fucked, I know where you start, which <laughs> I appreciate it. That's a delightful line. Um, yeah. I don't know. Overall, I thought it was good. I, I think that, Liddy, you're probably right. I think that he seemed to make that decision when the time came like when it was like yeah chips on the table also that was after he was like how old are you and she was like 14 and he was like "Ooh, yeah that's really that's really young it is very young yes it's crazy it's gross i mean she's not 14 though right like at that (laughs) sophie turner yeah at that point no not now i know now now. saying (laughs) at that point she's not 14 now she was i'm gonna guess at least 20 I'm going to look that up because um, Do it. I would like to know. It was 2013. Right. So we're going to do some math. I was practically 14 then, but Sophie Turner was not. Sophie Turner right now is 25 years old. 
She was so born 20, in 1996. Eight years so ago. So at 2013, she 17? would have been 17. Oh. Wow. So younger than I thought, but oh, yeah, so me she too. was a minor. Me too. I was, yeah. Well, she's not. That's weird. But it, hey, it, good on yeah. TV shows for using the appropriately aged people. And yeah, not like close. a 30-year-old for a 14-year-old. Right? Yeah. I don't know. Man. I kind of liked uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. <laughs> Tobey Maguire in uh, <laughs> in high school? Yep. Yeah, he played How a high old schooler. Was he? Old. He was in his 20s. He was supposed to be in high school? Yeah. Yeah. He mm-hmm. was in high school. At least the first episode or movie. Okay. I, w- I was into it. I liked him. I think we should all give Keith a round of applause for his commitment to <laughs> I'm trying, guys. microphone here. Um, There's like three marks on your table where it's just like crunched. I don't understand why that happened. But moving on. Uh, so then we go to uh, the, oh, the conversation where Masande is talking with Daenerys. Oh, yeah. Kind of a language thing, language lesson. I loved it. Um, it was very good. I'm fine with the whole episode of that, actually. How but, many languages do we have? Because 19 is a lot of languages mm-hmm. to speak. How many languages are out there? You mean in the world? Yeah. A lot in more than 19. World. A lot more than that. <laughs> I know that. Hundreds. But like, is it hundreds? Yeah, because yeah. you've got small, small communities of people throughout the world who speak a different dialect of a language. But if we if we remove that piece, like the different dialects, so like the of difference the same between language. Spanish and Mexican, Mexico, Cuba, and it, Dominican it, exactly. I mean, they're all a little bit different, but they're still a version of Spanish. So if right. we remove that aspect, I can Google is it. Thirty? Is it? No, it's fifty. No, way more than fifty. I'll look it up. Hold on. What are there, 190 countries or something like that that are recognized by the UN? Something along those lines? 7,139 languages languages are spoken today. But just 23 languages account for more than half the world's population. Right. And you got to think about like random dead languages. that, Like Latin or other languages yeah. that just don't I wonder what anymore. that number would be if we removed the... Roughly thing. 40% of languages are now endangered. Often with less than 1,000 speakers remaining. Huh. There's some stats for you. So Masande's got some work to do, basically. Right. A little bit. Maybe there's only 30 in the world of... Less work than I have to do. Game of Thrones. Yes, that's true. Same. Um, and, yeah, she takes a little bit of a dig at Danny. Not meant to be a dig, but it kind of is a dig. And says, like, you learn how to speak Dothraki relatively well. <laughs> <laughs> it It sounded very, like... Friendshipy, yes. Yeah. She says reasonably, right? And she says it quickly. Danny was like, "Reasonably?" Yeah, Danny didn't even catch mean? it at first, and they're like, "Wait, reasonably?" Yeah, you say this wrong. Athjahakah, hakar. Athjahakah. No, Athjahakah. I don't know. Something along those lines. You Beautiful. Did it. it was. It was <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> yeah, we did that. Keep going. You're doing a great job. <laughs> nope. Uh, um, yeah. So then Dario comes in, dresses an unsullied, unsullied soldier. Um. Did Did you know right away who it was? No. Well, yes, I knew there wasn't an unsullied, and I assumed it was him because he was the one who got the coin pulled. Yeah. Um. It did. I was going in my head. I feel like the unsullied would know. 
another person who's dressed as an Unsullied but isn't. Mm-hmm. At night? Yeah, like you trained with them. You know who they are. Like There's 8,000 of them. Yeah, but all this stuff was like drilled into them. Like they had their emotions cut out of them. Like you could cut one of them and they wouldn't scream. Like there's an air to a person like that who like I don't know if what's his dude could pull off. Yeah, maybe. Right. This is like spoiler free, but in Squid Games when that, you know. He oh, was, Squid Game, listen. He was in the costume. You can spoil it. Well, I haven't I finished oh. it. But and I he started. was in the costume and there were there were still cues. So I feel like the Unsullied should have known. Do they re- do they tell you who's in the costume? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. I've never seen it. Oh, I thought you I'm, had. I'm not going to watch it. Are you? Mm-hmm. Oh. Not because I don't think that I would like it. It's just there's too much shit on my list. <laughs> Squid Game is pretty good. We did just start White Lotus. I haven't seen it. I'm excited for I've okay. heard good things. All I can think of is Avatar when you talk about White Lotus. Yeah. Yes. I can see that. 100%. Yep. Uh, people in our office have talked about White Lotus. Yeah. And I, the only thing I think of is Avatar. Yep. Yeah. Great show. Um, yep. Check out that podcast at airbenders.org. I'm not that surprised. Are we starting an Avatar podcast after this? I would happily this? start an to Avatar podcast. I'm not that surprised that they don't recognize them. I think you're... When you're in your camp, you're in your happy place, your your comfort zone, and so you're not. Well, yeah, but he had to get on... the guards. I'm sure. Most likely, yeah. I don't know. I know I'm blowing holes on. A no, thing, I don't so know. Like, <laughs> it's a little too whatever, and like they had to move the plot along. But right. like that's just where I was in that situation. I was yeah, but like, we, how did we he get in here. But the the main question was you you knew who it was when yeah. someone with a helmet on took Masande at knife point. Right. Um. I mean, I knew who it was when they were following it through the camp. Like, okay, this is the nighttime raid sneak mission into Danny. Right. So Danny asks, like, what are you doing here? And she and he says that I'm I was sent by my captain to kill you. And she says, Why haven't you yet? Uh and he said, Because I do what I want, which I think is a pretty good answer. And tosses a bag with their heads on the floor. We had philosophical this is the first time in this episode where we hear the phrase philosophical difference we hear it multiple times which is surprising because it's not that common of a phrase um but uh but yeah so he says we have we had a physical philosophical difference and she says about what and he says your beauty Mm. stupid shooting a shot it seems yeah stupid as she's naked in a tub i hated this scene it was so dumb Mm. okay (laughs) <laughs> Elaborate. It was no, so dumb. I, I felt like at one point Danny was like, "Oh, is it supposed to impress me that you were ordered to kill me and you didn't?" But it kind of did end up impressing her. Is the impression that we were left with? Um, also, I think there was some like mirroring in this scene. It kind of called back to like the first episode of the whole series where she entered the tub. Um, in mm. the scene with her brother, and now she was like exiting the tub completely naked, and mm. it could have been a great opportunity of like, oh, reclaiming sexual empowerment, and like she's, you know, just like it could have been a sign of growth, and it was in some ways, but still, it was like she was somewhat impressed that this person didn't kill her, and that's a low bar. What if she just thinks he's hot? Yeah, I mean, there's that too. Like I said, hasn't... I. 
I liked aspects of it, but I think that it could have been better. Hot and smooth. I would. I mean, you got to classify them as smooth, if nothing else, right? I don't like. Yeah, there is an aspect of like I've never had somebody chop two people's heads off for me. So like, yeah, great. But also that you know of. (laughs) That I know of. I don't know. I feel like that. But also, I wouldn't be impressed by by him not killing her. Like if if he had come in and said I was supposed to kill you, I'm not going to. I want to fight for you. That's not impressive. Mm-hmm. What would what would be impressive is what he did, which was come in say I was supposed to kill you. I'm not going to kill you. I actually killed these guys that are very, you know, uh, well respected warriors. Killed both of them. Here are their heads, and I'm now the the captain of the second sons and we're going to fight for you and not against you that i think i think you may have the bar too high if that doesn't impress you <laughs> yeah and if he is for to her be honest, who can be against her stop <laughs> uh but but yeah i i, I think that should impress you <laughs> i don't know you sound like shania twain or no whatever. no it's just like a straw man thing she feels of like, like a woman oh or? i'm supposed to kill you and now i'm not Who's the that don't impress me much? Is that Faith Hill? That's probably Shania. You're the country music person, Nick. We don't really. I just I specifically was giving the wrong song. Okay. (laughs) Would you be impressed by that, Justin? Jay? Justin? Jimothy? (laughs) Jimothy? I'm not really impressed by James. Nearly anything that Dario does because I don't really like him that much. I don't hate Dario. I just didn't like this scene. So we have talked about it's a me, a Dario. We have talked about characters. Thanks again. Well, I don't like how he's he led with. Yeah, we had philosophical differences about your beauty. Like you, it's such a trash line. Choosing to fight for her because she's pretty is fucking stupid. Well, he does say he only has two things that he thinks the gods gave him or gave humanity. That's the true. two greatest things. Two greatest. Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess two greatest things is the joy of fucking a woman who wants to be fucked and the joy of killing Killing someone who wants wants to kill kill you. you. Right. Which means his attitude towards Danny is like fucking a woman who wants to be fucked. Like you want to fuck me. Well, I'm so great. You want to, you want this. Well, yeah. And I don't like, I don't go away from this scene going, Oh, he's totally going to be loyal. No, he's clearly shown that he's not loyal because he's, he's loyal to himself. Danny says that. Uh, to Danny's credit, she says that. Like, why would I trust a guy who just killed his captains? It's the and same. He says because they wanted me to kill you, and I said I don't want to. It's the same thing when people like cheat on their spouse, and the other person like, and then they marry and the they person marry that the, they cheat yeah, like, with. Right. Hold on a second. Right. You thought that this person was going to be loyal to you. Mm-hmm. You were the person that they cheated on the last person. You with. know he's a cheater. Right. Like, yeah. why? Why would you trust this? And it's the same thing. I thought it's. It's sleazy. Aren't there stories of that working out, though? Sure, sometimes. But that you've proven that. Yeah, you ain't shit. Yeah, sometimes the house burns down and you find a safe that was buried there. But like that's (laughs) very rarely the the. You know, that doesn't happen. The normal thing. <laughs> I I think that he's sleazy. I don't like him. I'm just yeah. great with analogies. Um, I don't like that he comes in like because of all the things Danny is, she, she is beautiful. But that why would that lead you to want to kill your superior officers? Right to fight for her because she's pretty. It just feels so silly and 
he's obviously not trustworthy because he will kill people for right a pretty girl. It's also inconsistent because like earlier on he's described as the only whore who doesn't like whores. And he's like, no, I do. I I just only want whores that want me I just back. To, right. He but says I refuse like, to pay them. <laughs> yes, and it's like, well, you're trying to convince this person to like you. So isn't that kind of like, I don't know. I mean, sometimes it takes convincing for someone to like you. Not necessarily, I mean, you shouldn't be like... <laughs> I'm, I'm not talking about I'm not talking about sexual consent here, by the way. I'm talking about just like liking someone. Right. Like I had to convince Justin to like me. Uh not sexually. He every, that's and, always been there. But still uh, every day we all have so, to convince Justin to like us. Right. No, I, keep I mean working. what? Keep keep working. I'll get there eventually. <laughs> uh, someday. Working and twerking. But yeah, I mean I, I had to like wouldn't hurt. Continue yeah. to I I pulled the if anybody watches New Girl, I Joe Biden him. Now that has not aged no. well because of of now he's the president. He's the president, but at the time he was the vice president and he was just there. <laughs> and so in New Girl, they have a they have a uh, a strategy of being just be there, just yep. be around, and one day she's gonna like you, and it kind of worked. Wait, with Justin, yeah, or? okay, yeah. Oh, I was gonna say with also Justin. with Joe Biden. Right. <laughs> Sometimes two, two for being two. the nice yeah. guy makes you president. Two for two. Um, well, yeah. Anyways. Well, well. We have talked before about when uh, actors change for certain characters. And so if you want to if you want to do this, I'm fine with it. But I would have been. So Dario is one that there's a different Dario, different, different actor. Like later in the show, next you know, next season. That's a spoiler, right? Okay, is it? Well, I I feel like that's what Nick was saying when he said, "If you want to do yeah. this one, if you want to do it, whatever. do it." I mean, I don't feel like it's a spoiler because he clearly has a role here. I mean, like he he didn't die in this episode, and we only have one or two episodes left of season three. I mean, Justin, you are. The I'm saying of season this. four. He's a new. He's a new Dari. I'm not saying how long that person's story arc goes. I'm saying. That that's just a new character. If you want to do it, do it. I'm okay with it. I just wanted to say that. I mean, it's been a while. It's been a while. I think the reason uh, that I'm frustrated is because you knew it was spoiler worthy, and you still chose to. I bring didn't. That didn't you, In my head, I'm. I think that there's an argument that it's not. But didn't you give somebody shit for doing? Isn't that why yes. you guys gave Clint shit for? No, doing we this? said that one of the actors. No, he said one of the characters died. So oh. then, and then that actor then became a new became another character. This is the same character, but just a different actor. Just recasting next season. They don't they don't continue to cast this Dario. My question was would have been like I wonder if new Dario how this would have seemed if it was seemed as slimy and sleazy as this seemed. I'll say this: I do think <laughs> that the current Dario looks weird to me. And so I'm probably more prone to think he's a weirdo. I think, well, you open the door. I, I do think, think you owe $5, by the way. Okay. I think this Dario is a better fit for the character. Personally, new Dario is more my type, but I think this guy's a better fit. I have always held that belief. That, that new right. Dario is that more your type? New Dario, <laughs> is more new Dario doesn't type. feel as, as Dario-y. Because I think 
he's supposed to be a little slimy, a little sleazy, and right. this guy does a better job at it. Suave, sleazy. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, I guess suave and sleazy are different, but like, yeah, slimy and sleazy. He, mm-hmm. He's supposed to be. And the other guy is more suave and less sleazy. Right. Correct. He's more like boy next door, like rugged type. So I wonder if right. that person who's more suave and not as sleazy would have played out this scene a little bit not better, but differently. I yeah. think I would have been more okay with it. Right. If it was the other actor. Interesting. Well, that's $5 in the jar. I don't <laughs> have an opinion about this conversation. Because <laughs> you haven't met new Dario. And He's probably more sh- attractive. And I think he, that yeah. sentence right there means that it's a spoiler. <laughs> right. You did it to yourself. Um, I got to figure out where we are. Like I said, it's been a while since uh, that jar jangled so. yeah she oh. puts on her robe and the scene ends and then he well then he commits his sword sword life and heart to his her. lady sword like, oh well no this so wasn't the lady sword fucking but. stupid lady sword he lady has sword? a dagger with a female form, oh yes he like, does the hilt. yeah yeah he does um yeah, a, yeah. good uh, go ahead you guys just keep talking about stuff that hasn't good happened detail yet. Notice. <laughs> thank you y'all just keep talking about stuff that we don't know that happened that was earlier in this episode yes where he when they were doing the coin thing he was like Sheathing his sword and it's like a woman handle. Did you just notice that? Not yes, I noticed to, uh, it. For the for for everyone in listener land, I was not talking Nick to Lydia. Nick just called Lydia a bitch. I was talking to and Justin. You need to apologize. You know, for you know how sword hilts are like this sort of. Yeah. This isn't a great. It's like I can't. A woman's Le- leg. Leave the hand signals. <laughs> to I remotely me. can't okay. figure out what you're trying to do. I don't know what you're trying to do, but I believe in you. It's like handle. Uh-huh. So Little I'm, sticky outy bits so and here. then blade. Okay. These are woman's legs. Got in a woman's body. So oh. the blade is coming out from between her legs. Between her legs. Yes. Neat. Into That's it. actually interesting. I don't know if I've ever noticed that. Kinda, You're welcome. Kind of like it. Kind of don't. Justin apparently noticed it. No. Not in a bad way. You just thought it was a spoiler. Yeah. I watched it this morning. It was from this episode. That's fine. Uh, then we go to the scene where Shay comes in the morning after to find Tyrion asleep on the... Is this the scene you were talking about? Because she looks at the sheets and then looks yes, at Tyrion. It, it annoyed me. And then collects the sheets. It yes. annoyed you? Yes. Okay, Why can you explain? <laughs> well, do we need to intro it first or was that enough? Well, I mean, this is the scene where she yeah, comes in. Shay Tyrion comes in, on the, she slams the the tray down to wake everybody up he says you should have knocked he said you should really ought to knock uh she doesn't say anything to him walks over to the bed or puts a i think puts a robe on sansa and then walks over to the bed and rips the sheets back and they're clean sheets there are no semen stains see i was there are no blood stains right it was i know blood stains right that was a reference to, I feel like, what is a trope in these sorts of shows of mm-hmm. sheet ceremonies or blood ceremonies or just or various sorts of virginity checks. Right. And as a woman, it annoyed me that she did that because mm-hmm. women know that that's not right. how that works. It can and also, whenever. as a sex worker, she should know that that's not how that works. So mm-hmm. that felt very unrealistic. But to maybe me. it was, like Nick said, there were no. No, I think it's male. I think it's. Things. I think it's pretty much. Uh, there was no evidence that they're looking of... for blood. I think. I think it's understood that she's looking for blood. I think yes. you're right. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's I was what just making me. a joke that Dennis Stevens saying. I think that part of it though, no, but just to maybe she wouldn't know just that. to ask another question though. Sansa's fourteen, like mm-hmm. she's young. Is is there Most any like real, peop- realism to the fact that she's so young? No, I mean like she's definitely. What what's your question? Like, could the hymen break? <laughs> Could that Before be a more realistic possibility for a I was surprised child. at how long we went without saying the word Hyman. <laughs> we made it almost there we go. all the way. We we're we're right. two, hour, two hours in. Hi, men. Um, Hi, women. 28 episodes. I mean, yeah, if you're being like super realistic, like obviously tampons weren't as much of a thing during this time. So there's not that. Right. But also like. They're still doing gymnastics have- and horse riding. But also people have different shaped hymens. That's not always a thing that happens. Right. Some people are born without them. That's not a thing. Mm-hmm. Virginity is a construct, people. But also, yeah. Right. I don't know. It just felt like a, a weird, unrealistic thing to me. How is it a construct? <laughs> it's if, a construct, people. If, like, I, I could you elaborate on that? It's I'm like not how time doesn't dis- exist, but it does. Um, I don't know. Like, I mean, the is, word virginity would be. Yeah. But like people having their first time having sex sure. is not a you mean I more just, like the mythos around it. Right. Like it's just an experience that you've had or you haven't had in the same way that you've you've had a burger or you you haven't had a burger. Like it's not I don't know about you guys. My hymen broke <laughs> whenever I had my first burger. So. Right. Justin? Uh I've not had mine break yet. Get this is man it a burger. Break? <laughs> I don't know. You said is break See, the right the, term. That's that's you said thing. break, so I said break. I, I know, no, know I know. I said that's what I'm asking. I'm saying, did I use it? That's is that the right term? Use break? whatever term you want. Shear, rip, burst, rip, explode. <laughs> I don't even know what a, what the fuck. I mean, I I know like I don't want to give an audio anatomy lesson, but we can do this off screen. Okay, so it's like when this happens, and then this thing does this, and then there's this. Yeah, the end. All right. But anyways, that was my rant. I'm gonna stick I with just break. Felt like a, a that's fair. An unrealistic thing for a sex worker to check for. It felt weird. Well, like we've talked about a couple of different times, this is an old white man. That's true. That's where I was like writing this, things. That boom. He does not understand. This episode was. I mean, we don't have many female writers, but this was a man, right? Uh, directed by a woman. I don't remember. It was written by men. Well, this would be. There we go. It was written by D and D. Yeah, I mean, it's a. Can we agree that it's a decent way for, for them to portray to, to ask their, without them, asking? Right, them to portray to the audience that Shay has realized that they didn't have sex last night. Yeah, it Is was it a decent way to it, do it. It was definitely a shortcut and it was a device and I think that's what it served as. But yeah. also like he was sleeping on a weird chair thing. That <laughs> so, would have been like, your first clue. Like of... he's not over there. But right. I mean, if you if you like if you had sex, whether you know, consensual obviously it's not enjoyable, but still it's cons- it would be consensual at that point, probably. I don't know. But I mean you can fall asleep in a different place after you had sex. Right. You're like, ah, oh, you know, I just don't even want to you know, I don't want to be around you. I don't want to sleep next to you. That that uh, I just need some space. You know what I mean? So right. like, I guess it still could have happened, but that is a, that's your first clue that nothing right. happened last night. I don't know. Don't look at me. I never had sex. <laughs> <laughs> you said you're a three for three. That's not what I was talking about. Oh, okay. 
Anyway, that's, that's burgers breaking his hymen. Oh, yeah. He's three, got three, three hymens, three burgers. Oh, I have none now. Because uh, I gone. just like the metaphor. Of the <laughs> I don't. The I would. Burger. Whatever. <laughs> the burger. I liked it. Just an arbitrary experience. Because I had burgers for dinner, saying. and so <laughs> I wish I had a burger. Now right I'm now. thinking, why didn't my hymen break? Justin wants Maybe burgers it did and already. steaks <laughs> right and... now. I'm so hungry. Anyway, so then we. Tra- Are you done? I'm just Why do you kidding. say it like that? <laughs> hey, I thought that was really good. I take breaks periodically. I thought that was really good. If you had three men in here, we're like, well, there's no blood. <laughs> so like, right. I think that was really good. Thank you for the lesson. <laughs> for the record, I didn't think that blood was a thing that happened. I've heard that it does happen to some people. I don't, I know that it doesn't happen to every person. Sure. Like is what you're saying. Sometimes guys dicks bleed, you know? Weird things happen. Sometimes you get a leech put on them. Sometimes, Sometimes you get a leech. <laughs> Mainly on when there. there's leeches placed on them. Now, I don't know. I don't. If your dick bleeds, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Please see a doctor. You have more? No, that's, that's pretty much it. So then we transitioned to Sam and Gilly, the last scene oh, yeah. of, of the episode. We made it. We finally, are here. Yeah. Uh, so they're talking about the name of the baby. Uh, Randall Randall's a handsome was name. High up on her list, and <laughs> Sam was not a fan of that. Please don't. Name it's Randall. like if somebody wanted to name, a, if I have any children in the future, if I ever have sex, Scott, Scott or Kevin. Kevin's not one that I'm particularly fond of. That's fair. Well, he mentions Kevin in the list of names. He does say Kevin. Yeah, it's a weird Kevin. spelling, but Duncan. <laughs> Duncan is my. Duncan's vote. a good. Why, one. why start with Duncan? <laughs> like, if you want to, he like. It seems like he was naming. Men of the Night's Watch, because isn't Duncan the tall? Like yeah. you know, one Duncan's, of the, like, a, Duncan's a nice name. Duncan's I'm not saying Duncan's a bad name. It's just like a strange place to start. Duncan's a place to get donuts. Well, sure. Gil, Gilly's naming these, right? No, Sam is. Oh, names. Sam is Gilly doesn't know any Gilly, yeah. boys' names because she's only known right, one guy, Craster. Craster. Yeah, which also felt like not yeah. The move. She throws out Craster. Um, yeah, I guess that you know. Yeah, but but don't. not a good idea. Uh, I did. I liked his resp- his reaction to the Randall thing. Yeah, you know, please don't name him Randall. <laughs> I'm well, sad that we didn't get like a name picked though. <laughs> I don't know yeah. how it worked with. Yeah, that's true. I don't know how it worked with you guys, but like for us, we had vetoes. So like, if there was a name that just one of us just really didn't like, there was a veto allowed where there was no questions asked. Oh, we just had like we both had lists. That we made over the court, like once we found out that, like we were gonna okay. have a kid. Yeah, uh, we like made lists over time and shared lists and picked a name that we both liked from the list. Mm. Conveniently, for the record, all three of the names of my children, whose list were they on? Nick's. <laughs> <laughs> They're on my list. I didn't make lists. We did it like Sam did. There's Duncan, there's <laughs> Kevin. Just naming all of the names right. you've ever heard. No. I, My, Miles wasn't named until after he was alive. That's fine. That's, yeah. Well, like, people do that. We yeah. were waiting to get discharged, and they were calling us like, what's his name? And I was like, I don't know. I need uh, another hour. Good Miles. <laughs> so we went with Miles. Sorry, right, Miles. When you're listening to this in 20 years. You were named after Spider-Man. No one knew. But hey, that's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Um, so then the crows are like wilding. Yeah, there's the little wilding out crows. The tree. Yep. We see the tree, God and they split. they stop in this thing. The tree is earlier on, but 
the crows are congregating in this uh what are the, I'm blanking the murder on what in the called. tree. <laughs> you know what they're called? Godswood? Weirwood tree? Yeah. Weirwood. Weirwood tree. Yeah. It is the I don't know Godswood. why I was blanking on that. But they're congregating on in in one of those trees which probably some symbolism there, right? I would think. Yeah. Um definitely. Sam's trying to figure out what's going on. And all of a sudden we we see something off in the distance. The crows go silent. Right. And then there's something going on. We don't really know what. We hear Gilly say, it's here for the baby. Mm. Um, at what point did you put together what was happening? As soon as I saw it, I said, oh, it's a white walker. Um, so we get Sorry. it move across the screen. That's fine. No, I think it's typically when, typically it would be when Gilly says, it's here for the baby. Like, right. Okay. Yeah. White Walker. Because we know White Walkers were taking Craster's sons. Right. And yeah. this is a son of Craster. Right. And she says it's here for the baby. I think that's pretty. Yeah. I'm just saying, yeah, as soon as it was on screen. Right. As soon as they showed us a White Walker, I knew it was a White Walker. Exactly. Right. right. Once I um, knew it was Nick, I knew it was Nick. <laughs> and that's so the Sam pulls out a sword. And the fire he dropped. And I was like, oh, yeah, you dummy. It's the opposite. <laughs> um, the White Walker shatters his blade, which yeah. was dope, and then throws him to the side pretty easily. Sam didn't even swing at him, though. Like, swing the sword. Does that surprise you about Sam? No, though? it doesn't surprise me, but he didn't swing it. He just lets him. He keeps saying, stay back. Look, man, wizards aren't good at physical combat. Right. And, uh, and yeah, so he, you know, he just lets the guy walk right up to it and well, grab shows, the sword. Shows him in the end, though. That dragon stone. Now we know what it's for. Dragon glass. Dragon glass. Whatever. That's fine. Dragon, dragon stone's a place. Dragon stone's a place. And dragon an glass is a and an idea. It lives within our hearts. <laughs> I have a dragon stone in my heart. You might. We are all dragon stone. So oh. yeah. So obviously he gets, we are venom? gets thrown to the side, we and he's walking. The White Walker is walking towards Gilly. Sam grabs the only thing that he has anymore because the sword has been pulverized, and stabs the white walker in the back and then that seems to do the trick and then i was upset with him because he left it there yeah mm. and they just ran i didn't notice that and then and the, the crows, crows them. followed um curtain cut yep that scene I, I would like to get your take on that scene because it's a pretty big scene mm-hmm. um so now we know that dragon glass Kills white, kill white walkers. So it's most like, you know, that's why we found it at the fist of the first men. That's why the first men were hoarding it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I just want to know what your take was on that scene of like, did you think it was cheesy? Did you think it was? No, I thought it was cool. I liked that it like gave us a reason for why this existed, like what they were doing with it. Yeah. Obviously, like arrows tipped with this would be awesome. Very beneficial. For whatever war you're fighting against, White Walkers, um, I would like to know more about like the symbolism of the crow and the weir tree, mm-hmm. but maybe we'll never find out about that. That seems to be sometimes the Game of Thrones mo. Yeah, but yeah, no, it was a cool scene. Okay, and the White Walker that was taking the babies doesn't exist anymore. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of cool. Yeah, we got one. Yeah, um, maybe Sam is a wizard. Is what I said. I don't know if we know if more than one exists at this point. We've only seen. We well. 
I mean, we've seen the one in the north. I don't. I don't think that's the same one. Right. Okay. We saw the one. We saw the one that John saw. Yeah. We saw the one that that, they, that one looks Sam, similar to that this one. Looks one. similar to this one. Right. We saw the one that Sam saw riding the horse. Riding the horse. But then when that shot pulled back, I feel like we saw at least one or two more. There were definitely other that weren't things on horses. Right. That weren't human. Right. Dead humans. They were somethings. Yeah. So. And I think this one looked different than the one in the opening scene. Right. Of the series. It looked different than that one. I think. If I remember right. So, okay. So you're, you're thinking that there's more than one White Walker. Yeah, there's definitely more than one. Okay. Um, so there's still a force to be reckoned with. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam and Gilly run off. Crows follow. Scene cut. Episode over over season three episode eight what do we see in season three episode nine uh i think we see what the end result of that weird blood leech ceremony was Mm -hmm. at least i hope so um hopefully we get back to i've just completed theon theon okay um no dick theon right well i want to see if actually what he is yeah um we didn't get any Rob in this episode. Didn't get any Rob. Or didn't John. get any John. Sad no face. John. Fuck John. Sad face for Rob. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Please yawn into the microphone yeah, that was more. So <laughs> it's been a long one. Keeping the energy high here at the end. Yep. Um, yeah, I hope we see more of John. And I hope we see, like I was saying, like I hope we see Rob and find out what this... Hard eyes. Blood leech thing was. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, cool. And I, I think... If we can see all of that, I imagine that we find out what happens with Gendry and how Stannis decides what he's going to do with this. Yeah. Because if it's like something cool, then maybe it's worth sacrificing one for the many. Mm. Especially if you think that you're preventing darkness from falling over the earth. I personally think that you're probably calling the darkness. Right. um, If you continue down this path. But yeah. Yeah. History has kind of told us that the people that think that they are, that they are righteously, like you know, fighting, like you know, a righteous war, a holy war, so to speak, mm-hmm. they're actually bringing a lot more darkness than what they think that they're stamping out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think if we look at the magic that we've seen of the one true God so far, mm-hmm. we made the shadow thing that murdered someone. Yeah, uh, we've seen visions of a fight. Which I don't think that's necessarily good or bad in and of itself. And we've seen resurrections, which are kind of cool. Yeah. I don't know if that's evil or good. But, but if nothing else, we know that the Lord of Light has power. Power. Yeah. yeah. Power that we've seen. Yeah. Like what Stannis okay. was saying. Like he saw the visions. Right. I'm super interested to see what that fight's going to be that mm-hmm. he saw. Um, but yeah. The only, the only God we've seen do anything is this one. Yep. Oh. No brain in this episode as well. Um, which I don't think any of us are really that upset. Yeah. Yeah. Or, um, our, or everyone's favorite Rickon. Didn't right. See him. No Rickon, surprisingly. Um, okay. Cool. Well, thanks for tuning in to this uh, episode of Dragons and Dreadforts, season three, episode eight. Um, I think we this is where we drop our tags. Yeah. What's yeah. the Instagram? Anybody? Dragons Dreadforts. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, find us on Instagram at Dragons Dreadforts. 
Patreon.com slash Dragons. Dread Forts. Yep. Justin, what's that number? 407-352-541-2409. There you go. Figured if Justin said it, maybe people would call. That's, yeah, maybe. That's the other... You were thinking of a different one. I was about to say. 352-541-2409. Um, glad you're back. Thanks. See you again. Yay. See you again. Yeah, I think I'm around. I might not be back. Why? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, tune in next week for episode nine. As we've seen thus far in the show, episode nines have been exciting. Lots of fun stuff happens typically. That's true. So we'll see you next week if that's true of season three. Thanks for tuning in. We love you. Bye. Penis leeches.